Welcome back, everybody. Episode 49 of the Jiu-Jitsu Dummies podcast. We're sponsored by Fightback CBD. Get 20% off your CBD order at fightbackcbd.com with code JJD. What's up? Mm. New, new old faces? Yeah, man. Yeah. Feels good. Welcome back to me. Post-Rona. <laughs> we made it, bro. My name is Milton Campus. Purple Belt, Fight Sports Coral Springs. Um, I brought my two nutsacks with me. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we'll start here uh, on my left. Yeah, hey, uh, Miguel Nicarica. Uh, fighting Wagner Rocha, blue belt. You gonna fight Wagner Rocha? What was yeah, that? Yeah, probably. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Never. Wagner will destroy him. <laughs> yes. Agreed. Uh, back again. After hiatus, little hiatus. From his retirement? What's. Whoa, 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 whoa. What? easy, easy. I don't know. People tell me you retired. You injuries, know. Man, a injuries. Lot. Injuries, man. Oh, yeah, you got hurt. So introduce yourself. Sabbatical. My name is Junior Vega, uh, Jiu Jitsu black belt on the Felipe and Sofia Morante. And, and are you, so. Not retired, man. I'm just hurt. Yeah, got bad shoulders. Really can't yeah. do too much. So yeah, I had to take a little bit of time off. Put you never nice had injuries. You probably never did. Put some Windex on that. I was gonna say something else. Put some Windex on it. Oh, yeah. Spray it right rub, oh, rub yeah. some dirt. Just rub some dirt in them, right? Mm-hmm. And Why joining us today, PRP. Um, so is, my name. Well, I'm gonna introduce you. I'm gonna. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm there it is. You. <laughs> Brown belt. Yes. Owner of Carlson Gracie Broward County. Yes. Jean Blanchard. Manjua. There it that's is. That's it, right? Yes, yeah, yes AKA is. Big J. Yes. What's Big up, brother? J. How you doing, man? Yeah, I'm doing great. I'm doing fantastic. Welcome. Thanks for having me. Thank, thank you for doing the show. Thank you for doing it, man. We appreciate yeah, it. I didn't man. realize you were coming from so far. Yes. You know, yes, if you hear, yes. you know, Horse Boston, Bracey, Broward County, I thought you were Broward County. <laughs> well, that was until my wife decided to change zip code. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's you know, good. So, happy boss. wife, happy life. The boss, right? Yeah. Well, actually, my daughter is the How boss. about a <laughs> shout out to your wife? You know, shout out like, to your wife and daughter. So, shout out to Jen and Annalise. Yes, like my, my, my daughter is the, the boss. She just turned four, and I'm trying to figure out if she's four or 40. Wow. <laughs> she's got that attitude, huh? Man, the questions that I get. So, funny story. So, today, um, she wanted dogs and she wanted to go to Disney. Dogs. Dogs. So Multiple. I brought her two Dutch Shepherds. I have a very close friend of mine. Um, he he breeds dogs. Um, and guard dogs and mm-hmm. those shepherds are very good dogs. You should know, yeah, that, yeah, yeah, professor. Mm-hmm. So I got her dogs, and today I was cleaning her dogs, and I had a piece of paper. I'm like, Yo, Anna, can you throw this in the garbage for me? Do I look like the garbage can? <laughs> four, four, years four, four years old. Four years old. Four. So I'm, just, I'm still friend. trying to figure out if she's wow. four or forty. <laughs> you, you are in trouble, my friend. Five kids. I got four boys and one girl. Yes. Oof. The youngest one is actually nine months. That's Prince. That's our rainbow baby. That's Prince. Um, um, my wife had a miscarriage the same year um, I left Fire Sports. She had a miscarriage. Yeah. Um, and Prince is the rainbow baby. He's the baby that I came after. So he's wow. the one that was like, guess what? I'm here. All right. So I'm going to bring a smile. When awesome. the <laughs> heck do you have time for jujitsu? Man. Because you run a business. If I start telling you about my businesses, then you're going to be like. <laughs> multiple. Yeah. That's multiple businesses. Yeah, multiple businesses. Yeah. yeah. So what do you, So obviously you own Carlson Gracie Broward County. What else so do you do? So I own Carlson Gracie Broward County. Um, I own a trucking company. Um, been in trucking for over a decade. Um, I have some real estate as well. I do real estate investment and some trading and other things that we have in the making as well. Okay. That's good. 
Man, you got a full day. Yeah. I On do. the move. I thought I had a bed. <laughs> when I take my nap at 5, I'm tired from my day job, and I go take a nap at 5.30. Yeah, man, you should have an Anna. <laughs> yeah. Like, she FaceTimed me in the middle of the day. It's like, are you cheating on me? What are you doing? Like, she's like, you at work? It's 6 o'clock. It's 6 p.m. It's dark outside. So she's checking. Mm. Already checking. She introduced mm-hmm. you to my wife. Man, I'm telling you. Like, yeah. this little girl. All right, listen, let me give our, uh, some of our uh, other sponsors a shout-out. Uh, DD214 Fightwear, at DD214 underscore Fightwear. Gear for the war on PTSD. You gotta love that. Yeah, rocking some of that gear right now. Right? Get 15% off your online order at DD214BJJ.com. You can check out their new Soul Armor Gi, which is always, we put the link in the bio. The liner for the Gi is composed of the name of Fallen Soldiers. Have you seen it? No, I haven't. Uh, Just... Has all their names just printed in the liner. It's really nice. Oof. It's very cool. Yeah. That's heavy, man. Yeah. Warriors Next Adventure. They're a veteran nonprofit that film that uh, they went around the, the United yeah, States. Yeah, they were at 48 days he spent on the road. His bus broke down a couple of times, more than a couple of times. But they're filming a, docu- a documentary called PTSD versus Jiu-Jitsu. Uh, they just finished filming probably a couple of weeks ago. Check them out at warriorsnextadventure.com. Uh, and click the PTSD versus Jiu-Jitsu tab at the top of the page, and you can learn a little bit more about the, the coming documentary and how to donate. So definitely support. Huge shout-out to Flow and Roll, our boy Sean, at Flow underscore and underscore Roll on Instagram. Get 20% off your online T-shirt, rash guard, or gi order with code JJD. All right, it's flowandroll.com. Don't forget to like, comment, subscribe, and share wherever you're watching. Click the bell. Yeah. So you get the reminders on YouTube. Oh, that's mm-hmm. right. Mm-hmm. I know the bell. Okay, the bell. So what's the call for? <laughs> Whatever well, you I want. I got a whole bunch. Yeah, just. Oh, I'm like, why they put it in front of me? Right, <laughs> just right. Right. Just right. I'm just trying to figure right. out if I should I, do something There's a box of four of them. I just took one out. <laughs> yeah. You know? Okay. All right, let's get into it. Thank you, sponsors. <laughs> Maybe, like, move it along. You know, like, if we get stuck on a subject we don't want to talk about. Well, improvisation. Improvisation. Yeah, we don't want to talk about that. Move it along. <laughs> so let, let's start. Let's start from the beginning. Let's, let's start from the beginning of your jujitsu journey, or even your martial. I don't know if you did any other martial arts. Tell us how you got your start. So funny thing. So um, I grew up in the island. I came here when I was seventeen, but I always wanted to do martial art, and my parents were afraid that I'll get hurt. And there's a guy that used to teach um, karate in the back of the house. He taught karate and he taught taekwondo, but I like taekwondo. And I used to be on top of the house and watching him, and he's training down there, and I'm doing the moves up there. And then um, <clears throat> one day he called me. He like, man, come back here. So I went down there. He's like, why don't you train with us? I'm like, he's like, is it the money? You don't, you don't need that. And I'm like, nah, it's not that. My parents don't want me to train because um, if I train, I'm gonna get hurt. And he says something to me, and that kind of stuck with me because I actually had to sit out to a parent recently. Um, he said, if you get hurt physically, you're going to heal faster than if you get hurt emotionally. Mm-hmm. So though your parents don't want you to do karate or taekwondo because they don't want you to get hurt. Physically hurt. Physically, which heals faster, you know. But if somebody bully you and they break you, mm-hmm. that will take years of therapy. Mm-hmm. And he said that to me and that stuck. So I trained with him. I even went to Dominican Republic and competed with him. Actually, like, I blew my left knee, you know, doing that. 
But um, yeah, that was my first encounter with. Um, what what age was that art. again? How I old? was twelve. Twelve. Okay. I was twelve years nice. old. And my parents had no idea. It wasn't until I got injured. <laughs> That's when they, they knew? knew I was the, the martial art. Get that, they didn't want you to do it because you, you don't want to get hurt. Yeah. But you, you know, get hurt. but you know, it built uh it built a certain confidence in me. What what a lot of people don't understand, and um Professor just mentioned that, is that when it comes to martial art, like you look at your sensei like your mentor. That's where mentorship starts. Like you have Boy Scout, mm-hmm. you know, you have martial mm-hmm. art, you know. When you when you're looking at all those movies like Karate Kid, those the Shaolin movies, you know, like the master is the one that instill all these like virtue in a student. Mm-hmm. But it's not just teaching them the art, you know, life it's, skills, it's the lifestyle you know? too. Yeah. So yeah, so so that's when it started for me. Um, I came here at the age of seventeen. Um, I wrestled a little bit for just like one year, and then after that. Life just hit, you know, it's just the life of an immigrant in America. Life just hit. I had to work, you know, work, work, work. Started early, wife, family. And um, <clears throat> first marriage didn't really work out. Then by the time I got with my wife now, I was about 300 pounds. Like, I was heavy. That's the heaviest I ever got. I was like, I was like, I was like. <laughs> <laughs> you can't do go. that. No, I was literally like, I have pictures, even on 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 my social media. Like when I started jujitsu, and you know when I got to blue belt. That's why I always tell people like, blue belt is the sweet spot if you join jujitsu to lose weight. But I didn't even go for jujitsu. I went to the UFC gym. You know, I used to watch a lot of UFC fights. I went to the UFC gym. I'm like, you know what? I can get some good kickboxing. You know, that'll be great cardio. When I was in college, I did a little bit of boxing. I'm like, yo, I'm gonna get some kickboxing. And I have Coach Brennan. He's actually um, a black belt under Nova Gelasau. And he just started something for for, for, for law enforcement, I think. The jujitsu with uh, law enforcement up in Jackson. Yes, yes, yeah. yes, yes. You know, like great guy. But he kept forcing me to do jujitsu while I'm boxing. And I was boxing with Coach Jason at the moment. And I'm like, yo, like, what's up with this guy? Like, I see what they're doing. I don't want no one on top of me. I don't want no one grabbing me. <laughs> you know, like, and then I was like, you know what? It's just wrestling. It's just wrestling with a gi. And he was adamant about it, like, for like three days straight. Just to be polite, I'm like, you know what? I'm going to go and I'm going to do that. And I went and um, I did my first class. And this kid named... We call him Piscato. You know Piscato. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We call him Piscato. Fish? Little dude. And little dude, man. Like, little short dude. Mind you, I'm in my 30s. Is he because he's hard to hold like a fish? That's no. That's why his so name is fish? I, well, you know what? Smell. Um, <laughs> Professor Toko right to gave him smell. that name. Yeah. I don't know yeah. why he gave him that Piscato's name, honestly. fish, right? Yeah, that's what Piscato yeah. means. So, um... Maybe maybe squirmy. he looked like a shark. Yeah, I don't like know. You, you, you've no, seen him. Like small and slippery. Yeah. You know? Yeah, so, yeah, so I don't... Listen, when I, when I came, he already had the name, you know? So, and I was in my 30s. I was probably like 37, 36. Uh-huh. And this kid was maybe 20, 21. And he ran numbers on me. I mean, you <laughs> name it, like Ombar, Kimura... I mean, I'm like, I have this this strength that I'm bringing to him, and uh-huh. he sits there and he takes it. 
And he was like a blue belt. He sits there. He takes it. I'm like, yeah. I'm giving it to him. He's taking it. And then once I get tired, like. <laughs> Game over. You know? Story of my life. And I'm like, at first, I'm like, man, this thing wasn't for me. Then I'm like, nah, this is embarrassing. Like, yeah. my wife, my wife support everything I do. And she used to be like, can we come watch you um, train? I'm like, absolutely not. Nope. Mm-mm. No, no, you will not. You know, because I was getting my butt handed to me. You know? So you stop hitting the, the mic already? <laughs> no, it was a cable. It was a cable that was <laughs> I hear it every time you pick it up. Go ahead. Jay. So, yeah, not a problem. So I was getting my, my butt handed to me, you know? And um, that was my dedication. I joined the UFC gym to lose weight. And then I went to jujitsu because Coach Brennan kept inviting me. So I really went, try to be polite. Now, this little kid is handling my, my, my butt. I'm like, nah, number one, I'm going to beat you. I don't care how long it's going to take, what it's going to take. Yeah. Eventually, you know, eventually. I'm yeah. going to beat you. You know, it's, it's going to happen. And I kept, I, kept, I kept going. I kept training. 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 And then fast forward, we transitioned from um, that school to uh, Master Toko ended up opening his school, started training there, and I started competing more. You know, and I fell in love with it. I got my blue belt. I think I was training for like two months. After two months, I did my first competition. And um, Master Toko gave my blue belt at the podium. I was like, wow, I was stoked. Like, I'm going to do more of these. Yeah. You know? So I started competing more and then started training under, under Cyborg. It's like, it's not often you're in a, you're in a sport or, or, or anything and then you have the opportunity to train under one of the best in the world, you know? Mm-hmm. It's like, man, I'm training with Cyborg, you know? So funny thing, <laughs> I went to, did we pass the five minutes yet? So I went to, um, <laughs> I went to Chicago. I went to Chicago and I went to a tournament. I went to Chicago. Six minutes, seven minutes, you let it rip. So, <laughs> so I went to Chicago and I went to a tournament. And this guy, I keep looking for the Chicago Open because I'm going to handle him his ass. Like, <laughs> and then uh, he held me down. You know, big guys, that's what they do. But me, like, I mean, I mean, I play guard. You know, I'll take you down, I'll do different things. But this guy, I did some stupid stuff. And then <laughs> when I showed it to Cyborg, he was like, Yo, Jay, what the fuck is this? <laughs> it's like, where you learn this shit from? Yeah. And I was like, man, I don't know. I was just winging it. And he was like, we're going to train. And um, started training. And um, I didn't lose not one fight. For how, long? First, how many fights did you lose? Uh, I mean, how many fights did you win before you lost one? Um, I still haven't. Well, I just, so um, this year, I did um, Naga, either Naga or New Breed, and I went against this this guy, um, this um, MMA guy, and I'm looking forward to a rematch. Um, I, I went out of gas. My first time doing New Breed, I didn't know it was seven minutes. So five minutes, I'm like working this guy. This guy is running from me. Like, I have the video. I'm going to post it. This guy is running from me, and then I get caught within six minutes and something, and I ran out of gas. There's no excuse. I mean, yeah. he's a wrestler. He's really good. He's, he's great. I'm not going to take that from him. But he ain't better than me. I just ran out of gas. Mm-hmm. You know? And for the Miami Open, I did the same thing. I signed up for it. Um, Professor Buyu 
actually called him and I'm like, man, I, I missed it. And he's like, I'm going to take care of it. You know, he signed me up and then my dad ended up getting healed. My dad got sick. He had um, open heart surgery and I wasn't training at all. I, I, I mean, I was just in survival mode. Like, that's my hero, you mm -hmm. know? He was sick and um, started taking care of him. And um, Saturday morning I woke up, like a couple of months later, Saturday morning I woke up and I'm, I told my wife, I'm gonna go compete. And then she's like, but you haven't trained in like over two months. Well, I'm just gonna win it, wing it, you know? So that's the same thing I did at New Breed and, and I went out of gas. But um, the guy was a great fighter. I mean, he's, he's real good. He got very good grappling. Um, but, so hold up, wait, before you go too far. Pescado. Yeah, Pescado. Did you get him or what? <laughs> Did I get him? Listen, <laughs> like, he got tired of me. He got yeah. tired. You know, the, you know, it's one thing about jiu-jitsu is the fact, it's, it's people don't understand. It's not about um, just something that you're born with. Like, listen, there's no way I could have known if I was born with something for jujitsu because I have no idea what jujitsu was. Mm -hmm. You know, to me, as a marketer, I think a lot of people make mistakes on how they market jujitsu to older folks. They're thinking like you want to be a world champion. I didn't know what a world champion was until Cyborg told me, "Yo, you're gonna be a world champ." I, I said yes. Like, when you have a mentor, that's what it is. Like, I didn't even know what it was. I mean, I know what the world champion is because I watch FIFA, you know, I watch UFC. But I didn't know what the world champion was in jiu-jitsu. But he said it. He's one. I said, okay, we're going to do it. You know, I didn't know what it was. So, um, Piscato, like, Piscato got tired of rolling with me. That, that's all I can say. He yeah. got... He got tired. I mean, I mean, I mean, he'll tell you. I mean, he's a good kid. He's really good. But you cannot quit. You can't stop. It's not about so to market it to like older gentlemen, like people like our age. Yo, let them know. It's not about like not everybody's trying to do that. Like yeah. some of us, we grew up with the whole martial art mentality. You know, daredevil stuff. And and jujitsu, you can do that. I can put you in a submission, and if you don't tap, I'm gonna break your shit. Yeah. If I if if I'm if I'm strangling you, if you don't tap, you're gonna go to sleep. Think about it. We done that to our little brothers growing up. We got in trouble for that. But and, now we're doing it and, and they're us on the back. Now we're paying for it. <laughs> but okay, but and also I used to do that to my sisters, by you the way. You know, so now you're I doing it, you're getting fat on the back. So I think one of the ways to actually market jujitsu is that guess what? It's okay, like your son is doing taekwondo, but you can yeah. do this and you can legit go to competition and get pumped up. So I fell in love with competing, but yeah, when he came to Piscato, he stopped. He stopped training. Oh, really? No. He stopped training Was he for a blue a while. belt? So um, he's still a blue belt. Blue yeah. belt curse. Got blue him. belt curse. Got he's him. still a blue belt. It's like from when we left the UFC, he started training the kids with um, Master Toko, and then some, I don't know what happened, and then he left, and um, he never came back. When we started training at my warehouse, mm. He showed up a couple of times, spanked that ass, <laughs> you know. But um, he's one of those kids. He was so good, so good. If he would have continued with it, yeah, yo, like Be a Mikey Musumisi don't have nothing on him. Like the kid really? was like, that's a, that's that's a, a bold statement, man. Bold statement listen, right the kid that's used to be the kid used at? to be like this. 
Uh, he used to be on it. When I met him at the UFC gym, like, it's like a blue belt. I think that's the belt where, um, you know, like when you're growing up, when you get to the age where you're going to become a man, I think a blue belt, that's where it's going to be like, okay, are you going to do jujitsu or are you going to do jujitsu? Uh, it's the bridge, huh? <laughs> I, think, I, I mean, I don't know. I mean, no, it's the curse. It's the blue belt that's curse. A, that's a you long know? bridge to cross, I hear. The blue you belt have to bridge. Stick it up. You, have, you have to stick it out. And yeah, and I tell people all the time you, Battle of Attrition. You either, there's no in between with jujitsu. You either love it or you hate it. You either know, you know when you start, you're mm-hmm. gonna like. I can't. I, there's. I don't see my life without this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think every one of, every one of us. Is when there. I hate it, it's because I love it so much. But you have people that are. <laughs> I mean, life can get in the way. I get that. But as far as like when you go, you're like, oh yeah. No, you're I'm an experienced. Like, oh, you're an experienced yeah. training dummy. Yeah. 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 Right? You're not. You're getting beat a lot of the yeah. time. Eighty percent. Cranked on. As a blue belt. You know who fell in love with jujitsu when I started? My wife fell in love with jujitsu when really? I started. She said, um, "You're less angry." Oh, does she train at <laughs> <Yeah>. all? <laughs> she boxes. She, she box. boxes okay. with Coach Callers. She okay. boxes, and she used to box with Coach um, Kevin. She boxes, but um, she fell in love with it because, like, she said, "I'm less angry." Like, I'm like, it's like you get it out, like get, all my frustration with employees and stuff like that. Yeah. She's like, "Yo, like you're a different guy," mm-hmm. you know. So I told my wife the other night. I tell her all the time, but I told her the other night that we talked about this on the last podcast that if you want to argue with me, wait till I come home from jujitsu. <laughs> if you got a yeah. problem, look, wait till I get home from jujitsu because I'm because you're like, not gonna okay. get nothing. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Man, Whatever you want to buy. Yeah. If you want a jet, <laughs> listen. <laughs> when it's after jujitsu, there's that yeah. there's that yeah. hour or two right after yeah, jujitsu. It's, it's therapy. Cyborg said that all the time. It's, it's therapy. It gets you in that mood where it's like, yo, like you feel like. You worked out some stuff. Yeah. Even, even if you get submitted a hundred times, then you, unless your ego is too big, no. you're gonna feel like you release something. Oh, of course. You yeah. worked out some stuff. You yeah. you even drive home in you silence. Know? You don't turn on after those days. You don't even turn on the radio. And you're you just realize. looking at. You're just looking. Man, you out the you're windshield. Half, you're halfway home. You'd be like, well, I, don't, yeah. I don't even have the radio. Absolutely. I don't even have the radio. Absolutely. I usually but, slap my steering wheel. And you know, and say, it also builds confidence too. <laughs> you know, it also builds confidence for you to see that. Yeah. Certain things that you're doing at this age. Yeah. You yeah. know, like it's like, yo. When you run into somebody how your old, age. How old are you? 40. 40. Yeah. I just turned 40 in February. You look great, by the way. Thank you. Yeah. Still, you're very young. But what I'm saying is, like, I've met some 40 year old, I've met people now that are younger than me. <clears throat> and when I have to hold back emotions, where I'm just like, it's been a rough road, bro. Like, mm. for you. You know, like I'm saying, like 37. Like I've seen they some got people. Hard. Yeah, I've seen some people that look I mean, beat up. You at You know what? I think it's how you face it. Yeah. I was just talking to one of my business partners, and I was breaking down um, what I went through here. Like almost every job that you know that an immigrant can do, I've I've had it. People see the J now, the nice car, yeah, the nice family, the big house, but there's the J that slept in his car at one point. Yeah. There's the J that used to pick oranges. There's the J that did landscaping. There's the J that used to work for sure in a, in a warehouse mm-hmm. as a mechanic in a factory. Like you know, so there's different shades to the person that's here now. But did I allow it to own me? Absolutely not. Yeah, that was a stepping stone. Yeah. So I've yeah. Man, listen, I, I have stories. You know, I, I've 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 been through a few. But um, going back to jujitsu, you know, um. I feel like jujitsu is limited. 
as far as the the reach. And I think if we can get it further, we'll make so much difference. There's a there's a saying I keep reading on, on IG, you cannot fix broken men. Yet, I'm going to tell my truth, you know. There's a lot of things that I needed to get worked in me that I worked through jujitsu, you know. So think about if you can reach out to the kids. So that's why our school, we didn't have to put in enough Lauderdale. We choose to be in that community. So we're not going after 200 a month, 250 mm-hmm. a month. We're going after the single mother that I can barely pay because we know at the end of the day, jujitsu don't pay my bills. That school is a gift to the community. Jujitsu don't pay my bills. Tell us where your school is located. Um, it's in North Lauderdale. It's in North Lauderdale. Nice. Okay, go ahead and give the full address because there's a lot of people. Um, you guys yeah. going to have to look it up. Because <laughs> if I tell you, I know I know how to get there. I get there all the time. Yeah, that is <laughs> you an know? awesome response. <laughs> that is, sure, I, I can relate we'll to that. We'll make sure we put just, it Just on, Google Carson Gracie Broward County. There you go. Okay. You know? But that's, that's why you got. All it is. That's why you have some, your, some of your kids trained jiu-jitsu as well, right? Yeah, so... Um, my dad worked very hard, like, like, but we never bonded, you know? With jiu-jitsu, it's something where I can bond with my kids, but I like the teaching, right? I like the teaching. And being able to have my own school, certain things I know they're not going to get exposed to, and I like that. Like, my daughter, my daughter, um, my wife have a video on IG. She's three, and she's leading warm-up. She's leading warm up. Like she's like, let's go. Like inside, outside. Like natural born leader, man. Like, yeah. like for for me to sit there and watch that and be like, you know what? Everything you do in life, there's certain things that will tint it. But to be able to put her in an environment without nothing, being able to tint that and watch her grow in it, that by itself to me, that pays me. You know, like the school people that are introduced today know, like. Especially the school is so fresh. We actually started um, same year as COVID. You know, the grand opening was the day that they shut down the <laughs> state. From what from what you've said up to now, <laughs> this is like this is right up your alley. Yes, listen, adversity. So, so I'm doing everything this. right. I'm doing <laughs> I, I, I'm doing everything, and I'm like, yo, how come there's no obstacle? Like even when I was purchasing my house, yeah, I told my realtor the same thing. Every time you call me, listen, it took us. Almost three months to close. Every time he called me, I'm calm. And then he's like, yo, um, Gene, I don't understand. I'm like, what happened? He said, why are you so calm? I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, most clients will be on our phone, like on our ass right now, like cussing us out and everything. You already put your escrow as a deposit, and then this thing is going on 90 days, and you just calm. I'm like, but I was expecting it. That's my life. Yeah. If everything would have went smooth with no headache, You'd question then I'll be like, mm. nah, something is wrong. Something's wrong. <laughs> Something Something's wrong. wrong with the universe. So <laughs> same thing. When you look at my career in jiu-jitsu, I'm like, everything I've been through, Yeah. like when it hit me, it's like, I was. I mean, I didn't want it that way, but it's like, if it didn't happen, it's like, nah, something's wrong. But you really appreciate everything you have because of that. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely, it's a different. It, there's adversity. a di- there's we a difference. Face that adversity creates yeah. a different. Person. There's a big difference yeah, between sure. getting given something because we've all been given mm-hmm. stuff. I've everybody's been given something, and you value it, uh, based a upon the person, but b like 
what you did to get that, even though they just gave it to you. You, you know? just described every relationship that I've ever been in. Though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Waiting for the other shoe to drop. Yeah. You already made a down this payment. Yeah, you got to It's not. You already know it's the bid and switch. So, but you know what's funny? I've had that in relationships, but my wife, I'm still looking. I'm like, oh, <laughs> oh that's something. the thing no, that's but, going right. No, but you got to understand, like when I met my wife, I already had like three kids. Uh-huh. Like she was a young professional. She had her own money, her own house. She had everything. And it's like, your wife, this lady so nice. I got like three kids. What do you want, lady? Like, is that you? Mm-hmm. And I keep looking for a bit and switch. It's like nothing. We got married. I'm like, ah, so she's going to change now. Nothing. We got my daughter. I'm like, now nah, you got a kid. You're going to change. Nothing. <laughs> mm. So, you know, there's some exceptions. You made a good choice. Too. You made a good choice. I see him at 70 years old being like, I know it's going to be coming. Awesome. It's coming. You so still you not going to do that yeah. thing? Yeah. <laughs> I know. I'm keeping my, I got my I idea. know. You still not going to do that thing? Yeah. But I hope so so like how, did, how did COVID affect that opening? What, so what, so what happened? We, we had to shut down. Everybody shut down. We had to shut down. So we. Um, did you, hold on. Did you shut down? No, the wink, I, or did you shut down? No, I had to shut down <laughs> because that was before we even had inspection. Yeah. Uh, so we couldn't uh, have so you, you didn't have CO uh, on your no. building, so yeah. So, so we had to shut down. Got so we shut, shut down, down. But we had a few people that were training with us at the warehouse. And we were just in the WhatsApp group, just talking smack, interacting. Yeah. And then when they semi-opened, and then we opened, and then we started training. And um, Roberto helped a lot, by the way, because, like, he had us so much media. Roberto Santiago, by the way, right? Yeah, yeah. I met him. I met him at Nova Jerusalem. And then at one point, he started training in the warehouse with us. And now he trains at Carson Gracie with us. Great guy. I mean, um, so we just kept, like, advertising. And then when we opened, I mean, it wasn't a flood. But at least we had enough to keep the doors open and keep the gym running, yeah, which yeah. is really all we're really about. In the black. Shout out uh, to Roberto, who was on my ass about having you on. <laughs> yeah. In such, a, in such a good way. Does that sound the like whole, Roberto? Does that sound like Roberto? Sound, definitely sound like Roberto. <laughs> he always circles no, back. I do, <laughs> I do mean it in the best way, though. <laughs> because I've had a lot of people make suggestions on people, you know, for, to, to in, for interviews and people to yeah. come on. And I did tell him... I wanted to wait till we were doing it in house because mm-hmm. you're lo- you were local. I'm like, why am I going to do a Zoom? He's local. Let me wait. Yeah. Who knew it was going to be a year? I mean, he's you know? a he's so. a great guy, and um, and this is one of the people. This is one of the things about jujitsu. I hope will change. If you have someone that's a senior citizen or a veteran that's training with you, you need to cherish that, not because. The government gives you tax breaks, which they do. Most people, they just don't know about it. That's not. That's why mm-hmm. they don't get it. They don't apply for it. You can even get grants. If you have veterans training with you, I mean, you're helping the government. But again, mm. they don't know. So, <laughs> so if you have, not because of that, but you are dealing with someone that have years of experience in a country where you're trying to come up, mm-hmm. like regardless of what I've, learn in Haiti or grew up in Haiti. Granted, I've been here since I was 17, but you know, this guy was born and raised here, you know? So some of the, like, older gentlemen, I think jujitsu should, like, like, 
kind of like embrace them embrace more embrace for their them. knowledge. Yeah. You know, Just embrace life. them. You know, because they don't like, especially for veterans, they don't give your life for you to be able to live this dream. So the least you can do, you know, be be a human being. Because I have a couple of like veterans that I've trained with at Nova Gillison, and I have Roberto as a like an older gentleman. I didn't like the way they left, the way they were treated. Jujitsu shouldn't be that. You know? Shout out to We Defy Foundation, by the way. Got oh, yeah. little thing up here. They're doing that. Veterans. And we, we work with uh, We Defy Foundation. We're ambassadors. Ju- Junior and I are both officially ambassadors, but we say the show is an ambassador, and they help combat wounded veterans. Oh, we uh, and and yeah. a veteran, Junior. Combat wounded Semper veterans fi. through jiu-jitsu. They Semper help them fight jiu-jitsu. Yes. So I, I agree. We definitely agree. But again, I just want to make sure I say he was kept on asking me, but in such a good way because I wanted to... COVID happened. I thought it was going to be a couple of months. Mm-hmm. It, it turned no, into all this time. Great, and then guy. we were here, and then it was, well, I wanted to wait for Junior. Then Junior retired from jiu-jitsu. <laughs> that guy. His shoulder he, took him out. Guy. Even Roberto told me, he's like, well, now that Junior's not training. His <laughs> like, shoulder I, took him out. I said, <laughs> listen, I, I wanted to wait for Junior because I knew Junior knew you. I figured, you know, mm-hmm. look, there's, you know, an element of, you know, you guys are friends. Let's have you on. Um, and then I knew Drew knew Zazinho. Mm-hmm. Your your head coach, correct? Yeah, Drew yeah. Drew um trained with us. Um, I was training for this fight with this guy from from Fight Sport, tall. Um, I believe he was Jamaican guy, and um, Professor Zinzino had Drew and um a few of his students come over, and then put me to a couple of Shark Tanks to get me ready for the fight, and then Oof. the guy and the guy pull out. And um, that's that's when I met yeah that's when I met Drew that's when I met Drew and then we connected trained with him a little bit great guy um, I love his vision what he's doing yeah you know remember I said before I said I've only gone to train at another gym okay since I've been in fight sports oh so that's not my three, my, six, my first gym I used to we used to do a lot of we used to go with our coach and we used mm-hmm. to go to this gym and they'd come to us we'd go to them every other Saturday mm-hmm. so that that was my experience with going to other gyms was just that one gym okay uh, and then when I went to fight sports I've never trained at another gym. Mm-hmm. Never, and then we did this documentary. Uh, we had somebody coming in doing a doc, their own documentary, uh, uh, Warriors Next Adventure. One of our sponsors. Okay, they came to do a documentary. The AC went in at Fight Sports. Coach said, "Hey, maybe we can find another place for them to do it." To do I said, it, Drew, Drew, he's you know a host on the show once in a yeah. while, yep. a co-host, and. So I went there to train both days that weekend while they filmed, and then I went back the next weekend. So it's the first time I've ever trained at another school. So that's the school that I'm, I'm at. Okay. And and I I, I I met him at my first school. Him and my coach were friends. Okay. And it was just yeah, he's a great guy. Yeah, I, I love training guy. him. Man. No, and that's something. Guy, that's awesome yeah, that's guy. something that I did. I was training with Philippe and Sophia Coral Springs, and um, I wanted to support Masatoka when he opened up his Davy School, and that's where mm-hmm. we met. Yeah, that's where yeah, yeah. that's where we met. Like, so I met quite a few people out of that school. Kicked my butt. Yeah. <laughs> I, I kicked his butt. I kicked Yo, his butt. And I was so. like, this little short guy. There's no <laughs> way. Mind you, I mean, I'm a blue belt now. It's like my ball drops. I'm like, yeah. man, this little guy. I'm like, there's no way. And then, man, listen, five two isn't that short. We he, had a couple good fights over there, man. He, but then once Jay got that experience, listen, then I became like I became the pescado of your fucking world, man. <laughs> pescado, like, fuck this guy. You lucky, buddy. My... I tell you, you got lucky. You lucky. You got like five pounds on me, bro. Because if I not... think I got more than five. Don't be modest. Don't be modest. I think I got more than five. But you know, this is the thing about jujitsu. You meet great people. Yes. You meet people that listen. What I do, there's no way I would have met like professor. Like there's there's no way. But it's that kind of connection that 
take you to the next level, to the next step. Like I met Zenzinho. When I met Zenzinho, he came to Master Tokos as well while I was training there. But what what attracted me about him, that's he gave me my brown belt, by the way. He gave me my brown belt in the warehouse um, when we went under Carson Gracie. And um, what attracted me like to him, like as an individual, he used to send me videos where he's doing certain moves he want me to drill before my fights. And I will sit there and do them with my oldest son, and I'll go compete, and I'll, and, and I'll, I'll pull them. And he'll text me the next day, I was watching you on Flow. You did my move. We're yeah. rooting for you. But I've never given the guy a dollar. <laughs> I've never given him a dollar. Even, why, why should you? I mean, even, but listen, even like, even until, even <laughs> no, what I'm trying to say is that no, I know what you, you have mean. those people you're training with yeah. that you're paying, they're not really investing as much. I mean, they invest, you know, but not as much. Like even when, we op- when, when I started training in the warehouse, I got to one point where I was like, you know what? Like, bump jujitsu i'm out of it if this is what i gotta deal with i'm not with it and he's one of the one that was like listen this is not jujitsu he got his black belt from libroyo he trained with ricardo libroyo from white to black and he was like bj that's not jujitsu don't quit jujitsu and then he's the one that actually got me to to train again. We were in the warehouse. Like, yeah. no AC. You came I, to the I warehouse. Train, I train over there. <laughs> no AC. We in the warehouse. Me and Coach Kevin rented the warehouse. He had a boxing program. And then um, I met Coach Kevin at another gym. He was renting spots. Yeah. And then um, I was like, bro, we should open a gym. Like, with your skills, you can't be renting spots. You got to run your own thing. And then uh, we started with the first warehouse. Then his program grew, got a second warehouse where it was bigger, which is the one you came in. And then um, that's when Professor was like, yo, don't quit. I'll train you. I'll train you. And um, I'll talk to Manny Suarez, and we'll try to open a school. Yeah. So I started training with him, and um, the guy never charged me. Until now, like, he'll call me, yo, you want to do a private? And then we'll go, we'll drill, we'll roll. And I'm like, how much? He's like, yo, we're good. But I'm like, yeah, but it's a private. Like, how is it private? Yeah. You know? So, I mean, he's a great guy. But he believed in your jujitsu. Nah. And, and, and nah, maybe you're guy. doing something good for jujitsu. Maybe that was like how you just started that school. Mm-hmm. And you're saying you're just doing it to keep the doors open. This thing is, is to give back to the community. Pretty much. He could have been giving back to you. And, and one single dollar could have changed that relationship. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? So it's like probably. maybe he was giving back too. No, he's a and that's guy. a great way to do it because, I mean, I, I was at a competition this morning. I maybe knew three people there. Peripherally, I know a lot of them because, mm-hmm. like, nobody stops posting on IG and I follow <laughs> everything fight sports. So <laughs> I did this to myself. And, and you know, it's like I see a good fight. I see I don't care what they're wearing, bro. Like, they're both going in there to bang. And when it's an awesome fight, I don't care. Dude, I saw some really technically sound white belts doing mm-hmm. technically sound white belt shit. And it was a good match. It was a good match if you in context. You know what I'm saying? Sure. sure. Makes sense. And and I don't I didn't know any of those guys, but I just like when they were both done, I just felt like, man, that was awesome. I got something out of it. Yeah. You know? So it's just like, I don't know. I d I don't I don't like the like that like how you were saying. It's just to me, it's a subscription because like I met you and you always talked about like cross training and stuff like that. And um, I started doing that 
you know, but I, you know, I asked and yeah, there's a, there's a certain there's a way to you know, do it. etiquette yeah. that goes with that. And we've, we've spoken about this. Yeah, I it's think nice. we've spoken about it on other yeah. episodes. So. But I think that was really nice that, that somebody saw something. Yeah. But even now, it. like, um, even now after my last competition, I hurt my knee because I was like, I think I was like 15 points and the other guy was like zero. It's a guy from the blue basement. And small, he, small lead. And then he put me in a, in a um, knee bar. So I'm 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 standing there, I'm holding his arm and I'm looking at him and it's like may, maybe twenty second left. In my head, I'm like, yo, you're gonna break that. I ain't tapping. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Um I do some private with Bebe, uh, not a lot, but when I was competing that day, I, I pull up like a running, one of your favorite words. I yeah. think you have it tatted on you. <laughs> so I pulled up by myself. No professor. I just pulled up and um Bebe was in my corner. So that's one of the things that I like about um, that you get from jujitsu. Granted, I don't train on the fire sport anymore, but me and him, we still have a relationship. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't have no issue with Cyborg. He can't say I did anything to him. Mm-hmm. Or I can't say I did, he did anything to me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I was there. That's someone I used to train with. And every now and then we still train. And he coached both, both of my fights. When I got in the knee bar, the way I was holding the guy, I looked over, and then both him and Nick, they were like, Keep yeah, it there. Like, hold sure. it. So let's go back. You said you still train once in a while with Cyborg, you're saying? No, baby. Oh, oh baby. baby. Okay. So. Yeah. Once in a while, like, I'll train with baby. Like. Blue moon type of thing. Pretty much. Pretty so, much. So here's a question, right, based off the yes. stuff that you've been talking about. And yes. also from somebody that we both know and mm. from Nova Jadisau, Josh. Right? <laughs> I love so Josh. Josh asked this question. And, and again, it's in line with what you're saying right now. Um, the question is, how much personal philosophy, life perspective should a coach share with students? To what extent should coaching be limited to just the sport itself? So it's a great question. As a brown belt, that kind of like got my different level so fast. I'm not going to tarnish it by giving you my perspective. But I'll give you the perspective of someone that I used to follow, someone that used to train me, right? Um, Cyborg is always sharing something that you can relate to. Um, I think when you remove the personal, is when you feel like the personal is going to hinder the relationship between the coach and the student. Because at the end of the day, the student is a, it's a customer. And I tell people, Jiu-Jitsu is the business of, I mean, you, you're in the service business. You know, you're in the service business. Your, your, your students, granted you call them students, but they are your customers. They are number one customers. No students, your school can be as beautiful, as big as it is. You can put it on, on, on the moon. With no students, you don't have a school. Mm-hmm. Your door's not going to stay open. You know? So once... Certain things that you will share is crossing over to handle that relationship. That's when, you know, you need to draw the line. But as far as um, the mentorship portion, it has to be, it has to feel personal. But I think some of us, uh, maybe even some professors, they allow it to be too personal. And then in the midst of it, when they hear student, they forget it's a grown-ass man. It's a 35-year-old man with a yeah. whole bunch of kids. He's at his own life. 
a significant percentage of you their know? income is going towards this training. Like so, it's like if they make six k, you know, they make six k a month. You know, the the money is one thing. The money is one thing, but it's the respect aspect. Like yeah. I've known Professor for the longest. He cannot tell you once I've ever said any disrespectful thing to him. Only one person. Oh, I have. I, I do all the time. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. All the time. I mean, listen. I, I, it's in his blood. I yeah. tease him. <laughs> I tease him. I'm I tease Guilty. You. Yeah. Like, if you train with me, yo, you're going to fall in love because I'm going to tease you a lot. <laughs> Even if you, listen, baby lazy than me every time we train. Even if I hit him with one takedown, listen, he's not going to outlive that takedown. Because he can murder me. Do that take you down? You don't have nothing to say. Matter of fact, yo, I'm not training anymore. I win. <laughs> I'm <laughs> if, taking my ball. Listen, he could have tapped me 20 times before, but I take you down, like it's done, right? So, I mean, I tease people, right? I tease people. But um, the respect aspect is I'm, I'm very big. I don't care if you're the janitor. Like, I'm very big. There's no one in the jiu-jitsu community that can say big J disrespecting me. Absolutely no one. Yeah, no, that's I, a big part of sport. Like, humbleness, you know, it's checking your ego. Check yeah. your ego out the door. Yeah. I really, I love the way, like, I never went, I never did jujitsu because I was looking for a mentor. I, I started when I was 41. Mm-hmm. I wasn't. I'm seven. seven this is a June of seven years. Man, I keep thinking I'm the oldest one in the room and you just sit there not saying nothing. Yeah. You no, took up on my grave. Yeah. I was waiting. Wow. Yeah, I was waiting for a snake in the grass. Wow. Oh, wait. How old are you, Bill? 53. No, 53. I knew you were out of the picture. Ah, <laughs> okay. wow. Damn. Didn't count. Damn. I still love you, Bill. Damn, you, guys, you guys haven't even rolled. You haven't even rolled I once. still love you, Bill. <laughs> he, call, he still loves you, Bill. He's calling you Bill. Bo. That's Bo. how much you love him. Oh, Bo. Bo. Okay. I, I, so, I thought you said Bill. No. At June is actually... Mm. Uh, June is seven years that I've been doing jujitsu. Yeah. Wow! I'm I'm gonna be 48 in a couple of months. Hell a couple, yeah! A couple of weeks, excuse me. You, a couple of days. Yeah. You seasoned the, 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 the 30th. You seasoned in this thing. He's got I never <laughs> went to jujitsu looking for a mentor, but if I was if I had kids that I was gonna put in jujitsu, I would be looking for that. He's the grown ass man you're talking oh, about. I know. I I, yeah. I, I was going for <laughs> the self defense. Uh-huh. I was going because I was a UFC fan. Uh-huh. I was going because I love hitting the bag. Similarities. I, I went. I went to jujitsu. There was a different reason for me as mm-hmm. a as a grown man. Yeah. If I had kids, I love. You know, I, I only know the experiences that I've had in the gyms that I've been in. Yeah. I'll I'll leave out like seeing stuff on social media and seeing people talk to their mm-hmm. their students, like Felipe. He'll talk to the kids almost after after every class. He'll do like, a, okay, everybody sit down, line He's up. so good. Fish your gi, fish your belt, sit down. Line up, sit down. And then he'll do a speech. And a lot of times, I and I've, I've spoken to him after some of those those conversations where he's having a very specific conversation with them about maybe something that happened in class. Or maybe a parent is having a problem with one of the kids, yeah. with one of their own kids. And yeah. they've mentioned it to him, but he'll address it as a class. Because not only is he addressing it with that child, but... These other kids can benefit All from the it children, as well, right? yeah. Mm-hmm. But he does it in a way that doesn't single that kid out, right? So I love that part of it for the kids, but I never sought that out for me. It was always like, you know, again, 48, I have to remind myself sometimes that I'm older than my coach. But you know, you, yeah. you know um, I agree with you 100%, but um, since my wife and I, we do a lot of mentorship, right? And one of the things we always tell mentees, especially when they're not ready, um, you don't find a mentor. When you're ready, your mentor is going to find you. 
I wasn't looking for a mentor. I was looking for something to lose weight. I went from 300 pounds to 240. And how my, long? Um, I got my blue belt in two months. The following, in, in less than 18 months. In less than 18 months. But I was training every day, sometime twice a day, Monday to Friday, sometime twice a day. Did you change your lifestyle too, the way you eat? The way I eat, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, once you start, everything. once you start training, and you start your your body start taking that pain. If you're serious about your training, you're gonna change how you eat. Yep, hundred percent. Because certain thing you eat, you know, like it's gonna come up. Like one of the things Cyborg used to tease me about was, I'll be waiting for training, because I'm waiting for the. Um, I think it was the nine o'clock with Coach Denine to be done, mm-hmm. and then so they can start pro training, and I'll Uber eat. And he's like, dude, you put the train. Like you're eating right before the you meeting. Train. Yeah. He's like, the minute Uber eat pull up, <laughs> I know it's you. But I'm eating stuff that's gonna fuel me. I kind of, you know, like the training. Like if you're training hard, like you're you've burning. been in fire yeah, sport, you're, f- you're fuel. You so load you, up and- but you know what to eat, what not to eat. You know, yeah. So you're in tune. So of course that, yeah. So you have to yeah. change your diet as well. That's that's what I, you, you just, do get more in tune yeah, with your body. Yeah, there's no way. You know, there's no other way you have to. So talk about that that mentorship program that you run with your wife. So um, we have a couple. We have our own, um, which was in the Moving Sugars Academy, and then we have one with the church that um, we are part of. So those are the two different ones. Um, I started speaking to some other people that do jiu-jitsu, but that are also African-American, because I want to have a, a jiu-jitsu program where – it's almost like a big brother type of thing, but with jujitsu. Because mm-hmm. I'm looking at myself, I'm like, listen, I'm a highly motivated person, and I see what jujitsu helped me accomplish. So you have a lot of those kids, and I'm looking at my kids, you know? You have a lot of those kids that if they can get that at their age, you know? Like a whole lot of stuff that that's going on, you know, like we don't have to deal with. Like I was speaking to... I was actually texting Professor Brennan um, on my way here about that guy that shot the cop in the head. I'm like, man, like certain people, I mean, unfortunately, I'm sorry to say that, yo, that's, you're not a human being. You know, free to do, you, you're not in danger, you know? Mm-hmm. So I was speaking to him on, on that, and then he was like, um, <clears throat> just focus on you. Don't focus on the world, focus on you. Don't get into politics. Just live your life. Same guy that invited me to jiu-jitsu and I didn't want to go. And then I went. And now I'm a Pan Am champ. You know, I'm a like a world champ. It's like I didn't even go for all of that. But that's mentorship. Yeah. That's yeah. what you're that's, that's, you know, he, like he's yeah. giving yeah. it to you. Yeah, like yeah. so, you know, same like I didn't know what a world champion was in jujitsu. You know? Now you are one. Yeah, so certain <laughs> things you have to get exposed to. Yeah. So a lot of those people, or should I say a lot of those young men, or a lot of children, certain things they will never achieve because they were never exposed to it. Mm-hmm. If you're not exposed to it, you're not... Right. You don't know it's possible. You get, you get what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. Like, um, in 20... That's the definition of opportunity. You're giving them opportunities. In 2014, in 2014 when I met my wife, um, her mentor lived in a mansion. I've never stepped foot in a house like that before. 
So there's no way I could have been like, you know what? I want one of those. I've never seen it. Never stepped foot in one. Never stayed in one. And we started going there often. And I'm like, man, like, I like that. If he can have it, I just have to work a little harder. You know? I tell my wife there's no difference between a successful person that she sees in her. There's no difference between... Okay, your background may be different, but the, mm-hmm. what's the in here, what's in here, the it's, the, it's exactly the same. Yeah. If they can do it, why can't you? Absolutely. We have a lot of those conversations because I'm obviously like full-time job. Well, I, not doing enough training five days a week at a point, and then I start a podcast. You know, Then I, I throw this whole other thing in the mix that's going to take me away from the family. So, But I told her, you know, now it's like, look, this is, give me a couple of years and I'll make this a success. Yeah. And we did like, you know. It's it's there's a purpose behind it. Yeah. The the issue is a lot of people do things because they see other people do it without a purpose, right? Um, there's multiple podcasts, right? Why people choose this one? Because we're the best. So, just like DJ Khaled was saying, <laughs> you know. So, but there's a purpose behind it. You know, you're not just. Yeah. So I was talking to um, a friend of mine, and I was like, you know what the issue is with people why they cannot be successful? They see someone else do something, and they're like, oh, I'm gonna go and do that. But how do you know that was yours to do? Maybe your purpose was something else. Why? Why would I want to be a world champion like Cyborg and have a big school? Like, you know what I'm saying? No. Um. Me becoming a world champion, it was by default. If I'm a log that's on fire and junior is a wet log, if he stays around me long enough, he'll dry up. He's gonna catch on fire. There's a there's a saying in the black community, you hang around the barbershop long enough, you're gonna get a haircut. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So by default, that's it was bound to happen. This is who I was around. Mm-hmm. So it it happened. But my thing has always been mentorship. That's why I'm always introducing people to jujitsu. So granted, I've reached those and there's more that I want to do because I've been exposed to it. Once you get exposed to something, like what well, me, once I get exposed to something, I'm going to go crazy. Until I achieve it, I'm, I'm going to be running. It's like a dog with a bone. You, you get what I'm saying? Yeah. So... Now that I get exposed to it, I'm like, okay, I want that at brown belt. I want that at black belt. Mm-hmm. But is that my goal? Absolutely not. Is that my purpose? Absolutely not. My purpose is there's a small, almost non-existent majority of us that do jujitsu. That's why um, I love Lloyd Irvin. I shook his hand um, in, in California one time, you know, and that meant a lot to me. Maybe if he walks in the street, nobody's going to really recognize him because guess what? He's not Jay-Z. But to me in jiu-jitsu, he's Jay-Z. Because now here's an African-American, somebody with the, like, with the same background as me that actually has a jiu-jitsu school, but he's breeding champions. He's, yeah. he's um, motivating people. You know, like, So this is what I want to do. I really, I really want to like bring it to more of the people of my culture. Yeah. You know, because I see what it does and I know what it can do for them. Have you spoken to Drew? 
Drew? You know, Drew about you know he's he's done he's tried to get, well I don't know say try but he's had some mentorship programs and he's mm-hmm. got some things off the ground. So have you guys spoken about that? I stuff? haven't spoken to him. You should. You should. Um, I I'm I'm very. I haven't spoken to him. I haven't okay. spoken to him. I haven't spoken to anyone that's on a owner level yet. Okay. Because I'm gonna tell you why. Again, the cross training mindset. If I'm speaking to you. You're not gonna think, hey, we're trying to build something. Yeah. No, most people, what they will think is like, oh, you're trying to take my students. Yeah, Drew won't think like that. No, just as far not as Drew. somebody down here, not yeah. Drew, not Drew, no, absolutely yeah. not Drew. But, but I'm but saying I, the, mindset, the reason yeah. why it's a I haven't spoke to anyone. It's a precaution. Just me. I didn't even yeah. know that with Drew. But I, what I'm yeah. saying is the reason I haven't spoke to anyone that is like that owns a school. Yeah. Because they're not gonna see. Let me tell you something. It's like churches, right? Every corner you see a church. When five of those churches could have got together and create a mega church, and the mega church would have thrived. But now every corner you see five different church struggling. Struggling. When you could have come together and create one. So most people, that's what they're looking at. And then again, it's it's my perception. That's why I haven't approached no one on that level. Yeah. But my purpose and my goal for jujitsu, or for us, actually opening up a school, besides the fact that, um, I got blacklisted, and I'm like, you know what? I'm opening my own school. So like, what you gonna tell me not to go train there? I wanna go train to them with the Makai brothers. I go train with the Makai brothers. Fred and Jay, yo, they dope. I love them. Taught me a lot of things. Yeah. I want to go train with Jim Allers. I go train with Jim Allers. Great guy. I have videos on YouTube with him, like, training me. Yeah, it's jiu-jitsu. You get what I'm saying? Jim's yeah. coming on again soon, Like, by the way. whoever yeah. I want to train with, I want to train with. I have that. Granted, hey, your school that you feel like, hey, I shouldn't train there, it's it's cool. But listen, I still have my jujitsu. Whatever you taught me, I'm not gonna forget it. And it's not it's not going this way because I'm not wired that way. I'm cut from a different cloth. Once you teach me something, I'm if it's something that is appealing to me, I'm gonna continue. I'm gonna keep going. And I'm yeah. gonna take it wherever I can take it. So I don't know if you know this. We actually in in the early days, well, maybe like over a year ago, we started a, a, mm-hmm. a a foundation, the Jiu-Jitsu Dummies Foundation. We sponsored a couple of kids already. We're supposed to be doing, uh, just trying to raise a little bit more money, but trying to do something for a first responder or a veteran. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we've done it before. So as we continue to get off that off the ground, when you get this off the ground, talk to us. Because we like right now, we pay for Jiu-Jitsu for two kids mm-hmm. in other states uh, for one year. We pay for their Jiu-Jitsu for one year. That's and they great. were because they're doing, they were doing really cool things. The little boy that got bit on his face. Yes, I remember Bridget that. Walker. Yeah, I remember that. When he, he was, was protecting very, his sister. Yeah. Yeah, I remember that. He's our very first winner. Nice. And then the girl after that works, uh, does a lot of stuff with tap cancer out. Her mother has cancer. Awesome. And she's been raising a lot of money. So they were our first two. See, see so. this is, maybe when I was watching martial art, I was looking at something different. But to me, any martial art, even when you started watching Jackie Chan and he started doing all the funny stuff. The best. But there was always that portion where, like, giving back, mm-hmm. motivating, you know? Yeah. Uh, if you're in love with martial art growing up, you cannot get in martial art and not expect that or not expect to actually do that, to give that back. So, yeah. now we're definitely going to do a lot of yeah. stuff together. Well, that, I'd love to talk to you more about it when, when we get a chance. Um. 
Go man, fire them questions off, man. Uh, what are you yeah, doing? Yeah, we got, yeah. We got, we got, yeah listen, <laughs> I, I told you before, I got more questions for uh, you than any other two guests combined. Well, that's flattering, but people, people got questions. I, now I know. Now I know. Now I know what you did, but still, I, I yeah. Found that I mean, listen, I'm a, a lot I'm of people, a, a lot of people like you. You know, I'm a I'm a marketer, and also you inviting me to the show, right? Um, and by the way, like. I've been waiting to get on your show. I'm letting you know. I'm just trying to play cool. You know? So but we, knew, we knew we were going to have you on. Again, like I, so, I was waiting to, for this guy to so come out of retirement. You invite me to the show. So my thing is this, right? So my thing is, why do I give you back? Because you're giving me a mic. You give me an audience. You know? Not just people I know. But why do I give you back? Regardless of what happened during the podcast or doesn't happen. But it took... This is your baby that you're building. Mm-hmm. Anything can happen on a guest that you haven't, like while you're building your baby. Yeah. So you mm-hmm. give me that opportunity. It's like, so how do I pay it back? Why don't I start by promoting it? Is it gonna make me money? Absolutely not. But I'm here. I gotta pay it back, pay it forward. Like, exactly. so how, how exactly. do I do that? So people that I know that I'm close with, and I know if Big J don't ask for nothing. So if I reach out to you and I'm like, yo, do me this solid. Oh, that's nothing. And they pushed it. And Listen, by, and by the way, Muhammad Ali. Yes, he's very that you great know and guy. You for and very you great with. guy. Yo, listen. So my thing is, and again, talking about what you get exposed to, right? Yeah. So I met Ali at Fight Sport after he won World. He came over there. Um, Cyborg had him down, and I think he spent almost almost a month. And um, first time like rolling with him. I take him down. I'm excited, man. This guy destroyed me. <laughs> like, listen, the pressure. <laughs> it's like having a house on top of you, man. Dang. Yeah. And, and then after that, I think he made me pay for that one thing down. It was like, oh, so that's how you're going to do me, mm-hmm. DJ? And then he came back. He came back when we were training at the warehouse. Um, he was down here for something. Um, he was down here with um, Patrick Gardiao. I don't know if I'm saying it right. Very great um, um, jiu-jitsu practitioner, too. I'm going to tag you in one of his stuff. Okay. Good guy. Great guy. And um, I told him about what I was doing. Um, and then he came by and he trained with us. And when he got ready to leave, I was like, yo, how much do you charge? And then he was like, just give me gas money. Great guy. Um, I love him. He has a great heart. So when you guys posted it, I sent it to him like, yo, hook your brother up. He was like, man, that's not a thing. <laughs> How's your daughter? <laughs> How you guys doing down there? How's the gym? A great guy. He's a great guy. Well, you know, I invited, I invited, uh, you just call him Ali. I feel like I have Ali. to say Muhammad yeah. Ali. 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 I, I invited him on the show. I know he's, I don't think he's in the country right now, right? He's, no, I think he's, in he's, Brazil. he's still in Brazil. Yeah, I think he's but in I told Brazil. him next time he's in Miami, I said, listen, we'd love to have you come in. And, and yeah, he's an awesome guy. I think he'll, uh, I think we'll make something happen. So that was because. You had posted and I appreciated that. Yeah. yeah. He reposted in the story. Yeah, he's an so. awesome guy. So, all right. So, we have a question from, I'm not sure. I, I just have the handle. Uncommon Jen. Like, oh, G- oh yeah. yeah. You know he trains, he okay. trains with you. Yeah. That's yeah. um Jose. Jose. Yeah. Okay. So, Jose. thank you for the that question, guy, Jose. That's who I've been talking to you yeah. about. That guy's a guy? monster. That guy's an assassin. Listen. Yeah. Hey, dude, his, his name is John. 
Like, bro, his nickname is Juan Danaher. Like, listen, I'm that guy, you. listen, he's the like that. first time I met him, that's what I call him. No, listen, the first time I met him, it wasn't even at, at Wagner's. He came to train down at Ficeport from Wagner's. Yeah. And then all he did was cut his butt, but he was catching. Listen, I don't care if your belt was red or black. No, he man. He was catching everybody at Blue Belt. <laughs> And yeah, I'm sitting yeah. on the side and I'm looking at him. I'm like, man. So I reached out to Wagner a little bit after. I was like, yo, can I come train over there? Because I want to learn some foot stuff. And you got this guy, Jose, like, he's the truth. Yeah. And Wagner was like, yeah, man, anytime, come over. And I went there one Saturday. And Hydra the guy like. is so humble. And I found out he was a pastor. You know, the guy is so humble, like, so humble. And he gives back a lot. And um, he sat there for, like, a whole hour, like, going through certain drills with me with yeah. like leg stuff like man he's a great guy jose Dude, is a great he, guy <laughs> he teaches the 6 a.m no geek class and it's like a seminar every single class listen, like it's absolutely i don't listen he's, he's good. celebral like he listen. is uh, he is up here like on an and then when he nah. touches your leg when he's just showing you know when you're One the dummy ahead. yeah when you know when when they're like you're that. the dummy and they're showing you the move bro you pray to god that you're not the dummy because even when he's not doing it he doesn't yeah. have no in between. Yeah. He yeah. rips. <laughs> Grip and rip, baby. Here we go. So here's his question. He says, I want to hear about being a black owned martial arts academy. Now he also says, he says, in jujitsu, I often see communities partitioned to either all Brazilian or all white. Jay's in a dynamic position that I'd love to hear explored. So again, what's it like being a black owned martial arts academy? And I believe you're the only Haitian owned Carlson Gracie? I believe right? so, yes. Okay. So, um, man, that's... It's going deep. That's like what me and my wife talk about all the time. Mm -hmm. Like, when we talk about, like, what the other businesses are bringing, and we're backing up Costa and Gracie, you know, the conversations are always, like, keep the end in mind. You know, keep the end in mind. Like, while you started, don't, don't lose that. Like... Um, there's a young kid, um, his mom used to work at the 595 truck stop. I have a trucking company. I used to be yeah. there a lot. And the mom wanted me to mentor him. I took him to a couple of fights when, um, before COVID with combat night with Mitch and the kid fell in love and I used to hang out with him a lot when COVID hit and, um, and everything stopped. In December, he got shot in the head. No. And um, sucks, bro. That end in mind is pulling away as much as I can from the community to keep stuff like that from happening. I remember I was still reading a story, like a little kid story. Like this guy that kept, uh, there was a washout and there was like a whole bunch of starfish. And he'll walk, he'll grab one, throw it, grab one, throw it. And there's another guy. See, that's like two mindsets. And the other guy was like, yo, there's no way you're going to save all of those. Like, what you're doing is in vain. He was like, maybe not for all of them, for this one. And he threw it in there. Yeah. I make a difference. This one, I make a difference. Mm -hmm. This one, I make a difference. So that's the that's the goal, you know? So being able to have that, it would have been better if um, I achieved that without all the pushback from how I parted ways with my previous um, 
coach. But then again, like I said, if it was a smooth transition, it wouldn't feel like it's me. Yeah, your story is your story, and it <laughs> you happened know? the way it happened. You know, and if it didn't it happen that way, it'd be so. Yeah. So it's there's the there's the sense of having that, being proud about it, but it's also a huge responsibility, you know. And um, like I said, my goal is to bring this art to as many African Americans as I can because. I see what it can do. I see what it done. You know, I I certain things that I recognize, and I see how this can help that. But, and I'm gonna say that in the most humble way, a lot of owners, or masters, or professors, they're so selfish and money hungry, they don't see the change that they making. When you look at a a, a Boy Scout. Or a Cub Scout, you—it's never about the money. No. I'm not saying people should run their school and not get paid for it. Are you gonna leave the lights on? You're providing a service. You too. get what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm yeah. not gonna say that, but there's more to what they're doing. Yeah. If somebody wanna go train in twenty other school, as long as they paying to keep your light on, why are you tripping? Because you don't know nothing about business. Because your, your, your doors are open. So focus on what you're doing. Like what you're doing is not just the, the world champions. It's not just the people that's winning multiple. But it's the people that could be on the street, but instead they're with you. I have this guy, I think his name is Ryan from Fight Sport, um, Project Grapple. Mm-hmm. You know, that's, a, that's, another, that's another program that me and my wife been, been, been talking about a lot that we're trying to find a way to do something with them and help them because, yo, that's, to me, to me, this guy, I don't know how many word title he has, but I feel like he have them all because there's nothing better than than, than, than giving someone a better life, like giving someone option. He's down in Liberty, Liberty City, right? Yeah, some of mm-hmm. those kids, they don't have options. And that's why I love Coach Manuel, which is the wrestling coach at Fire Sport. Mm-hmm. Like, he trained these kids with Ryan, he doesn't ask for nothing. I remember when I was training down there, he was asking me to bring my kids to train. I was like, okay, coach, I mean, I know, you know, like how good you are, like how much. He said no. And I don't even think, even when it comes to training at Fire Sport, they don't pay him. He just, he just liked to give. For the love. Yeah. Yeah. And he liked to give back. That's the best. You know what I'm saying? So to me, those people in my book, you know, and then you will find a few rare breed, like, you know, Cyborg have his moment. Like when, like he's genuinely like giving back. Like he's, he's a great guy. He has that word champ, but he also have that sympathy mentality. Like he sympathizes with people, and yeah. he's always um, giving back. But he's also a word champ, so he have time to do both. So he's a hard worker. More people should do that. This is yeah. martial arts. <laughs> get the thing. You know, you know? I, I, yeah. I don't. Were you there when the first? I didn't. I didn't get to meet <clears throat> Ali, but he was there. Mm-hmm. Uh, after Hurricane Maria, they did. I don't know if you were still involved with fight sports back then. What year? What, um, I don't, what, when was Maria? I don't know. Somebody Google me. that. I I'm just like remember the Irma. It was Hurricane I Maria. Irma. Well, he brought in Henzo Gracie. 16. He brought in Tom DeBlas. I, I, I've seen. He I've, brought in I've Ali. Met, they were supposed to, to fight. Once. 
and they canceled the fight. He said, "Ali, can you come down though? Because I got to raise money. Uh I know. I think uh, the Key West location got like completely wiped out. Yeah, by the the, uh, twenty seventeen. Twenty seventeen. Yeah, October. So they did a they did a a, a, what a a seminar. Mm -hmm. So they had all those famous guys come in and you know. Yeah, that's the year I started jujitsu. Oh, yeah. Oh, I got married in twenty sixteen. Um, in November, I started jujitsu February. February of 2017. That's when I started jujitsu. Dang. February 2017. All right. So I I have a question that kind of feeds off of what we're talking about. So Anna Anna Lily Baby, just read that. Don't say it out loud though. Yeah. <laughs> the way that it's written, because oh, I was gonna read it differently. Anna Lily Baby. You should know her. She trains out of Agnes. Uh oh. Sorry. Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> Do you feel that you have to train harder to prove that you belong here, because of being an outsider to the sport? Um. The outsider part, I was going to like, well, why is he in it? If he's training, he's not an outsider. I, but, I mean, there's a story there. I feel like I have to, you know what? At one point, I was doing for all the wrong reasons. I'm I'm, I'm going to be 100, right? At one point, I was like, so you're going to kick me out on some bullshit? Anybody you have in my division, I'm, I'm going to kick their ass. <laughs> so at one point, that was the training. Mm-hmm. Like... You're going to kick me out on some bullshit. I'm more driven than a lot of people you train with. Like, it's just me. I'm just a driven individual. And I was like, you know what? Anybody you have in my division, I'm going to kick their ass. That was the mindset. Then it then it changed. Then it was like, now I'm going to train hard for everybody that thought that because I got blacklisted. My judicial career was dead. I'm like, no, I'm still here. I'm still pumping purple belt. Win a couple of titles, brown belt, did my first competition, took it home. Like, it was nothing. And I'm going to keep going. And I'm going to keep going because someone thought they pulled the rug from under my feet. Now, you thought you did. I'm not that guy. You know, that's it's just not me. So yeah. that's why I feel like I train harder because I I have... I have my purpose, which is what I'm trying to get out there to my community, number yeah. one. But cutting the rug under the feet of a grown ass man does something to you, especially if you're yeah, alpha. Yeah, it's a flight or fight. Like it does. So it's either you're gonna stand your ground and fight, or you're gonna fold like everybody else. Mm-hmm. Big J don't fold. They'll tell you that. <laughs> Big J don't fold. It sounds like it doesn't matter what would have happened. This is going to be the outcome anyways. Listen. That's what it sounds like. You just keep saying that's not who you are. So no matter what would have happened, you, you would have been successful be. no matter what. Absolutely. Yeah. Listen, my thing is whatever I get into, just like when you invited me, I started promoting you. Whatever I get into, if I'm in your house, right, I'm sitting yeah. in your house and I do roof repair you invited me to your house you know we're watching a fight and i see something in your ceiling I'm like, i can fix that for you hey bj how much man you have me over your house where you lay your head with your family mm-hmm. i can fix that for you so when you invite me in something although i'm paying for it i'm gonna see where i'm gonna bring values there isn't a school that i've trained in that's not gonna tell you that even if i go and i buy all the merchandise i'm gonna support one way or another and i'm always gonna hit you up hey you should try that I remember when COVID hit, I've caught multiple school. I'm like, listen, they're giving this. They're giving the EIDL. Go to that website. 
Listen, I have texts upon texts. Like, go to that website, apply for this, apply for that, apply for this. And those are people that I've trained with maybe one time, maybe two times. I haven't trained with in years, but it's the fact that you build relationship when you go visit another school. Yeah. You know? Granted, you're learning new skills, you're meeting people, but you build relationship. You're an advocate for jujitsu too. That's the thing. Yeah, but you're so, like- so it's it's so there's a saying in network marketing, right? Um, your network is your net worth. So if I was limiting myself to only be stuck and train at Nova Jerusalem and not training in different school, I would have never met Ali. I would have never met Tom the Blast. You know, and so many different people that I've met training over there. The first time I, I, I met um, Carlson Gracie Jr., I met Carlson Gracie Jr. at Firesport. Now, um, we are affiliated with him when he's in town, you know, we chat, we interact. I have his cell phone number, but how exactly would that have happened? You know what I'm saying? You got to get exposed to certain things, and you cannot yeah. get exposed to certain things sitting in a box. Yeah. For you to get exposed, you got to put yourself out there. And deal with the adversity that comes with Definitely. Yeah. So there's a saying, don't pray for rain if you're not ready for the mud. <laughs> right, so yeah, I yeah. knew there's somewhere I wanted to get, and that will be involving me, you know, interacting with certain people. And I knew there will be pushback. But I didn't think the pushback was going to affect someone the way someone think. Like, mm-hmm. if what is wrong is wrong, what is right is right. It doesn't matter what it is. I mean, it can be my dad. What is wrong, I'm going to tell you. Yo, my dad just had heart surgery, and then he moved in with us. And certain things he was doing, certain interaction because of his pain and stuff, he was doing when he came to my mom helping him out, and I was telling him, listen, I understand you're in a lot of pain. I can't fathom what you just went through. And I was the one that sat there for like a seven-hour surgery, you know, and I'm a junior. I carry his name. So that hit me harder than everybody else. And that's my dad. That's my hero. I had to tell him, listen, you're going to have to speak to my mom different. I know that's your wife. I understand that. But I'm raising your grandkids. I cannot see them, see you interact with your wife like this. Because they're watching. You get what I'm saying? You're here now. So if you're my father, you're doing something, I'm going to tell you. So it's a it's a principle. So did I think that there was going to be pushback? Absolutely. And it, come on, man, let's be real. You know? But did I think it was going to affect someone's principle? Absolutely not. But would it have changed my pattern? <laughs> Absolutely not. Yeah. Is that me? What else you got, man? It's not me. I think mine is outside. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's on on buzz. So we have another question. uh, Melinda, Melinda Sands Long. Do you find the memes? I think this is kind of funny because I'm a big guy. I fall in the big guy (laughs) category as well. So do I. Do you find me? (laughs) Big for little guys. You're a a real big little guy. Do you find the memes and stereotypes of big men in jujitsu offensive? Now she says, my husband is 275. Do you know Melissa? Yes. I have a, sense. My husband is 275, and I think he's amazing. We both started training to bond with our son two and a half years. Oh, wait, and two and a half years later, we love it. I see posted memes making fun of big guys, and I think it's rude and discounts the big men and women of BJJ. So I think um, I understand what she's saying, and I agree 100% because I've seen the memes, right? Mm-hmm. But there's a meme about veterans. 
There's yeah. memes cops. about football cops. players. There's memes about cops. There's memes about everything you do in life. The question is, which one you're going to allow to affect you? Yeah. Because I see those memes, right? Yeah. I'm still a world champ, baby. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it don't change. It don't change. You know? So, so the thing is, what do you do with it? Like, I see those memes. You laugh, but right? Am I, exactly. Am <laughs> yeah, I going to allow it, it to define me? Uh, yeah. Whatever, even something that someone say, right? Something yeah. that they try to attribute to you. Unless you allow it to defy you, it can touch you. There's a saying, I think my wife mentioned that the other day. A boat can only sink if the water gets inside. Yeah. If, it's, if it's around you, it's not going to do nothing Don't to let the you. water in. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it doesn't matter what people are putting. I mean, I, I don't allow it to get to me because yeah. I still train hard. Listen, I move with some people that's like half my size, and they're like, yo, how do you move like that? Well, I train. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So people will talk. I think they're hilarious. As a matter of fact, I <laughs> you know I, I try to create some of them once yeah, in a while. It's, I think it's, it's, yeah. I think so it's funny. I was just thinking about memes the other day, and I'm going to drop a big clue with anyone that can catch it and make money with that. It's like a... It's like a, it's like getting free like comedy show. You can be going through your day and like you you pissed, but you know this one guy that's always posting stuff. You know if you open that page, yeah, you're gonna laugh. Yeah, you 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 just gonna laugh. Some people just sit there and then go on pages just to laugh. They use social media yeah. just to laugh. Yeah, it's a stress relief mechanism. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like yeah, I, it I becomes a service, yeah. but it becomes a free service. Yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying? So memes, memes are really memes. Well, it's not free, not but... all memes, not all memes are there. I know, you know, but not all memes are there to criticize. Some of them yeah. are just jokes. And but, they're funny but jokes. They're awesome. Now, if you, I've had that before when you're training in a gym, and then you have people making fun of your weight. Now, you somebody that come in and they want to build their confidence, which is what martial art does. Now yeah. you're taking that from them. Yeah. Now that's a different ballgame. Yeah. 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 So, I mean, there's also, there's big muscular mm-hmm. and then there's big overweight. I mean, I don't know. Either, I'm not know. muscular. I think well, I'm big boy, big boy. <laughs> <laughs> I, like, I, 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 I now, now I'm thinking about it a little bit as I've created some. If you're talking and, about big muscular, you're talking about yeah. the Victor Doya, the Cyborg, the mm-hmm. Ali's, like these yeah. guys, they big. Yeah. But they're like, yeah. You know, shredded. Yeah, 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 yeah. I saw you in Jesus. Like me. Say, <laughs> <laughs> so I saw you in Jesus. I'm dead. I don't. I, I, it doesn't. It doesn't bother me. I'm a big guy. Um, uh, I got. I, it's, hey. it's not. There's no six pack. But here, that's but, fuel in the tank, yeah, though. They yeah. don't know that. Power, power lifters have to maintain a gut uh-huh. to to be able to exert the energy to do what they do for a living. Like the world's strongest sure. men. Okay. It's like metabolically, they have to look that way. That's why there's a body type. All right. So let's get into this next question. Cause it, it really talks about this Miller 46 and two thoughts on strength and conditioning for BJJ for older athletes over 40. So it seems to me that when we lose, uh, that we lose some speed and agility as we age, but raw strength is the last to leave. Did he say weak? Do you say we? We speak for yourself as we age. (laughs) (laughs) As we should we then try to maximize this attribute? I think I think um, like Professor Boo, you have a great like strength and conditioning program, and I think they actually add it to um, their membership. That's um, Carlson Gracie South. Um, I mean Miami Go Squad, and. when you look at some of the people that are there, most of them they're over that age. Yeah. You know? 
um, the cardio is everything. It doesn't matter how old you are. Like the gas in the tank, you take a you take a '67 Chevy and a twenty twenty one Chevy with no gas in the tank. It's not gonna go anywhere. The gas in the tank is gas in the tank. Regardless of how old you are, unless now you're talking about your knees and stuff, and you you, you need to eat different things, get different supplement. You know, like when I was training, when I was training twice, when I was training twice a day, when I was training twice a day. Every other night, uh, I, have, I have a friend of mine. He moved to Texas recently, um, and he's into sport medicine. And he was working for this this college where he was in charge of the the athletes. You know, I'm not gonna say which school. Um, and I used to go there, and he work on me. And then yeah. after he's done. You did it. Oh yeah, you did oh, it. Yeah. Good <laughs> and, recovery. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and then yeah. he puts you in the in the ice bath, and then the next day you like you ready, you ready to go. So you know, there's as long as you're doing the maintenance you need to do to your body for you to get your strength conditioning. Um, gas in the tank is gas in the tank. You can have all the skills. You can know everything. You you you. Perfect example. Um, Connor versus Poirier. Um, no, the the boxing fight. Oh, versus Mayweather. Mayweather, Mayweather waited it out. Everybody that knew fighting, they knew he was gonna wait it out because uh, McGregor don't don't train, don't for, train that. for that. He doesn't know that. So by the time he his tank got empty, what happened to his skills? What happened to his power punch? Gas in the tank is gas in the yeah. tank. And like you said, I think recovery plays a big role of that. Big it time. Does. And, and in the beginning and in the end, right? So stretching in mm-hmm. the beginning. So a lot of times mm-hmm. we don't do that. We do some stretching in class, but yeah. take the responsibility of stretching on your own. Right? Yeah, and they also have certain supplement. Um, and I got exposed to that training at Fireport as well. Victor Doya used to have adaptogen science. Like I used to be training and I used to hydrate with water. Then he had those um those drinks those recovery drinks yeah like the post workout yeah like not I'm, even I'm, not even I'm a post workout not even a post workout he has one where you can drink it as you training and mm-hmm. it has all yeah. the electrolytes and everything the branch and you can really PC. feel the change yeah. i think right now That's what his I got new right company now. is like fight choice fighters, fighters choice fighters yeah. choice and um and i'm i'm still buying the same product that he had with adapters and science i'm still using the same one the reason being I tried it before when I was yeah. training, and I, I noticed the, the change between that and the water. Yeah, you get what I'm saying. Yeah. So doing all of those things, you know, is gonna help you get the training you need. But to answer that question, absolutely, like you need to get on your training conditioning. Gas in the tank is gas in the tank. I think this is the this is the one secret that people try to not to tell too many people. Listen, if you have gas in your tank, you can outlast in a fight. It's it's anybody's fight. What I feel yeah. it's anyone's I, fight. I I hadn't because of I hurt my knee right before COVID. Mm-hmm. I didn't get to train for a while and I couldn't even do weights. And well, I shouldn't say I couldn't really. I probably could have, but I wasn't. You're lazy fat ass. I'm a lazy fat ass. <laughs> so I went back to train, hurt uh-huh. my rib, and I was like, oh, I'm not doing this again. Floating if ribs. I can train, I'm gonna train. Yeah. If I can train, I'm gonna train. Ribs are the worst. But what I'm finding is. I get less injuries when I'm working out or at least the working out and I'm not going super heavy, but I'm working out with weights 
and I'm not getting hurt like I was before, or I feel like I don't get banged up like I did, and I'm rolling just as hard as I did before. And that's the only thing that I've changed. I really feel like it helps me with that recovery. And I think it goes back to even the knee. Mm -hmm. when, when I hurt my knee, they were like, well, all the exercises were about making the the muscles the knee, around the knee, the knee stronger. stronger. Yep. Yeah. Junior's smiling at me. He's got, I, I can know Junior's got a smart ass comment loading. No, I don't. He I looked don't. at me like he went, he <laughs> no, was going to make, you know, it's buffering. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, not at all, man. But I feel I just, for me, yeah, I, that's right. what I'm thinking I feel. about. Uh, Bo has us in this uh, sweat lodge right yeah. now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was, Good looking I was asking myself, is it the light? No, it's nah, a sweat man, lodge. It, was just hot. it is, but you see, like, we close off the door, the AC's on the No, but other usually side of the I'm door. the guy that'd be sweating. Yeah. I'm sweating. Uh, I'm super sweating. Junior not sweating. Junior, Junior glowing a little bit. Bro, I'm in a meditative state He's right glistening. now. Yeah. Like He's a Buddha right now. This is good. I can eat it this morning. Bro, you're not sweating. Yeah. yeah, like yeah, I don't know what's I'm going on between y'all over um, there. Both got shorts on. I've had the great idea of putting on. Oh, okay, but I don't know what's going on with you. I, I competed this morning, so like I'm still like. <laughs> oh, I'm hot as hell. Oh, your adrenaline is still up there. I'm still hot, yeah. man. That's what's up. And I got the hat on. <laughs> like a okay. prostitute in church right now, bro. Yeah. So I'm real hot under here. Yeah. So, <laughs> so let's keep it. Let's keep the exercise Help. conversation going. Yeah. Uncle Bass Mike. Oh, that's so. That's oh, one know, of that's the a, veterans. That's, that's, that's ugly, bro. That's ugly. Mike. At your gym. Ugly. Listen, ugly listen. Mike. This old man could be bass too. Listen, this old man will end you with a finger. Like this is a one of those old veterans. That's like you know Mike Mitchell. Like know his stuff. Oh yes, yes Know yes. his stuff. Yeah. Like the kind of guy that's like working. Like he's a manager. He's a at, navy at a, at a yeah. club. Yeah. And then like the All guy, right. his, his car. He's like he's ready for World War Three. Like the guy, l listen. The guy's a listen, but he's a very cool guy. Do you say prepper? He's legit. Ugly bass Mike. Yeah, I'm most sorry. people that's my, big, that's my big brother there, man. Right. What do you so say? Mike, he's having a baby, right? He's, he's having a baby. Yes, he's having a girl. Right. Yeah. He's having okay. a girl now. I gotta. Mike you ask him one question: Is it ugly bass Mike or is it ugly bass Mike? But so here's you, the question. So what I'll do for you. I'm going to invite you to my school to come train with us. <laughs> While you're training with him, you ask him. <laughs> okay. There you go. You from from side control. I'm busy that day. I'm busy that day, just so you know. Whatever, man. I'll do it. All right, so Mr. Mike asks, as a bigger guy. You see? Mr. Mike. Mr. Mike. <laughs> now he's Mr. Mike. Mr. Mike. Mr. Mike. Do you think? Do you yeah, think? Yeah, yeah, I like yeah. that. Yeah, CYA. Uh, as a bigger guy, what drills and exercises do you feel would help other larger people to roll more fluid? Like, uh, I am older, heavy set guy who works out five days a week, but I am slow and not real smooth um, on the mat, like similar people are. I am looking for drills or exercises, hopefully, uh, with help on the mat, fluid like movements. Thanks. Wow, that's great. Sorry. great. I didn't. I, I need Let my me. glasses. That was all okay, done okay. unassisted. Oh, Good Good job. Job. That hurt. But I'm also slow and not real smooth on the mat, like smaller people. Like he said similar. People. Like smaller people. I'm looking for drills to exercise to hopefully help with on the mat, fluid like movements. See, he said fluid yeah. like. Yeah. I did fluid like I movements. Yeah, I was reading. So <laughs> thoughts. When I um, when I was training at Fire Sport, I used to do. Um, private with Dennis, the Nino, and my first, my first, I, I want to say my first four lessons was side control, side control number one, side control number two, side control number three, north south. You go on the other side, you reverse the same thing to three, two, one. And um, <clears throat> I remember doing it right. I remember doing it, and I'm like. 
I'm paying this guy like over hundred dollars for this. Like Master Took already told me this, bro. What you doing? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, what are you doing? And I remember the second day for for a whole hour we did that. The third day for a whole hour, I'm like, yo, why do I feel like Daniel Sam? Like wax on, wax off. Like for three days. Yeah. <laughs> like for three days. I know, we're doing, this. I know this already. Like for three days we're doing the same thing. But you know, um, on the third day, he started like integrating submissions with it. But there's no way he could have showed the different submissions without making sure I master that. The foundation. A lot of us, we want to skip that, right? So he started showing me different submission. It's like, yo, Jay, you're playing chess. Even if you hit someone with the first submission, let it be the third submission. That's where you're going to catch them. But in order for that to happen, you have to keep moving the same way. So that drill is very good. Even now, I still do it. I still do it. My kids do it. Like, we all do it. It's very, it's very fluid. It's not heavy on the knees, you mm-hmm. know? So that's what I've tried. You know, as far as I'm concerned. Then again, I'm a brown belt. I'm a baby. So if you're talking about like on the heavy side, like Cyborg is a freak of nature. Some of the moves he does, sometimes I'm like, dude, somewhere in there, you're like 130 pounds. It's very pliable. Yeah. Because yeah. there's no way like people like, like us, that, like, yeah. you know, like, what do you like, you know what I'm talking about. I've never, I've never seen Milton. I've never seen Milton invert ever. That's one. They That's can't what. See behind the, so why do you think I sit behind the screen like this? <laughs> Listen, he was um, showing a move that was kind of like like the bolo, kind of inverted, and he's doing it. And he's like, "Big J, you should be able to do that." I'm like, "Bro, what are you talking about?" My question is, how can you do that? Like uh, people like us, we don't even. But as I started like training more, it's like you know, like you get more juice in your joint; they become fluid. Yeah, you know that that that's a great way to flow. Um, when it comes to the size in that age. Um, and this drill that I've done at the, at the school too. And then um, there's a there's a um, set of drills that baby, baby shows to kind of get your joint to be more flexible before you start. It's like, it's a warm-up. It's like a pre-warm-up. It's a, so the funny thing is, it's a warm-up. And he said, yo, Jay, on the days that you don't train with me, you can take this warm-up and that'll be your workout. That'll be your training day. That'll be your drill. Like an active recovery. Yeah, it's yeah. like it's uh you know it's very nice. I mean, I can I got videos. I can send it to you guys, but like it's it's real good stuff. Yeah, and you feel the difference in your body. You feel it in your joint, and even once you start, like when especially in no gi, you're doing those movements and you're hitting them like muscle memory. Mm-hmm. But all you do is drill them, but. You get in the position and the body just react like it's the repetitive mind. nature. Yeah, of, the mind is yeah, just like, yeah. yo, this is the way you go. Yeah. I got a question for everybody. I'm just, I've just been thinking about this. This Nobody sent this. So today uh, I went to Open Mat. And is that you got that shiner? No, this was Where? a couple days ago. Uh, at Fight Sports, at, okay, my, okay. at my own gym. Okay. Um, Cold Spring. This, yeah. Okay. So this was, yeah, this was uh, we're alone with Andres Professor the other day. Felipe. Try to throw him off the top. The lockdown nice, nice. gym. Nice. <laughs> So, yes, yeah. Do you know oh, how to do wait, that lockdown? Yes, oh. I do. Bro, yes, I thought you had staff or something yeah. going on right there. Yeah, that. you might want to. <laughs> you, know, you might want to check that out. It was. Uh, it You're was gonna like, give Felipe something yeah. with that. Bro. This is. Uh, this is got <laughs> lockdown. Guys trying to force their way out of it, out of and, the and me just smiling at your them because you're going nowhere. Your leg looks like it has COVID. Learn. Yeah. <laughs> 
Legos COVID. Put it up. You want to take a closer look at it, bro? Yeah. Look at that. Oh my gosh. This was a. It was just like little red, and then <laughs> I kept on doing. Wow. I couldn't do. I couldn't do the lockdown today. I did it like a little bit, but I was like, as soon I as you were doing more I, I let it go. Mm. So to, you know what? And it's funny, partially because of of my leg, because of that bruise. Okay. Do you? I, I played a lot today. Where I was giving stuff up, I was just trying different stuff. That's not I'm, that's not typical of me to just try. Like, well, what if I grab this here? What if I grab this foot? What is this going to do? And I was losing position, but I, I had a lot of fun today. Do you do that? Do you just say, you know, kind of experiment, or do you, you talked a lot about drilling? So, are you just kind of like a by the book person, or will you say, fuck it, let me let me, let me, let's see where this brings me? Freestyle, yeah, it's a little bit, kind of just off uh, off script. You go Thoughts? Yeah, I would say it's it's a mindset. What are you going into the gym to do that day? Yeah, who, who are you gonna fight? You know? Yeah, or are you gonna train that day? I'm gonna try something different. That's the thing is, I feel like I'm learning a little bit more at purple belt that. Like I'm not so worried about the belts anymore. I'm not, not so worried about session. losing. I'm I'm in a place where I'm just like, I want to have like, I could do the north south on everybody, and I could do the lockdown on everybody, and I could just beat them if I want. At least you know, not everybody, but you know, I, I can have that mindset. Or I said, okay, let me let me see if I grab this leg over the back and mm -hmm. doing some putting people in cradles like I haven't done in forever. You know, doing a little wrestling. But I was just like, well, okay, oh, shit, that didn't work, and I'm <laughs> on my back, and you know, uh, yeah. You know, somebody caught me in a freaking like reverse triangle. I was like, okay, that didn't work. I got my arm and I was able to get out, but you know, I was able to play with it. So, I would say, yeah, you just know. flow, flow with it. What you about know? you, Jay? Do you, do, so you, do you like to play or do you so like to experiment? It's funny, right? Um, I only trained with this guy for like six months. And going back to what Josh asked, like everything I'm encountering in jujitsu is something that I've faced of experience with Cyborg, right? So he has that thing where he said, you're learning those moves, and he says that to the whole class. Like, you're learning those moves, we teach you those moves, act like you're in school. You learn the move, when you start rolling, don't pull what you know you can do, because, I mean, you can already do it. Yeah. Why, you, you know you can submit this guy if you do that. Why don't you try what you learned today? Get in the bad position. See how you get because it counts that you're performing in the gym. Yeah. But if you're a competitor, it really counts what happens in the competition. Yeah. You cannot try those in competitions. It's like having homework. You know, you went to school, the professor did a class, and now you got homework. And that's why he started telling me to drill at night. He was like, you know what? Whatever we do in the morning, it's your homework. You come at night, mm -hmm. and then you have these two guys, and you drill with them because that's how you're going to. Register yeah. stuff. Like, I have, uh, I can say I have a repertoire. Like, I, I have stuff I can pull. Like, if I'm drilling, I'm not going to go after the same submission. Yeah. I have different submission I can use, different submission I can try. Even my professor now, Zenzino, when we start, he's like, Jay, you know you can take people down. Stop taking people down. You know you got that pack. You, you take people down. But... Stop playing half guard. You know? Stop playing De La Riva. Like, start doing those things and stop playing Spider. And as I'm doing them, and it's like now, I can go to a competition and pull guard and I'll be comfortable. Right. So, big guys like us, right? All we do is the same thing pressure, 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 pressure. 
So if a big guy, well, I'm not gonna say like us, like me. Yeah. So if a big guy like thank me, you, Jay, thank you, <laughs> I appreciate so, it. Man. He's the only I'm one. I'm sorry, I feel bad about myself. <laughs> so, so if a big guy like me pull guard on you, it's like okay, it's either this guy don't know what he's doing, something's up, or I'm going for a ride. Yeah. And I and I and I and I promise you, I've drilled stuff where somebody will sit on the side. They'll see me do it to someone, and they're gonna get in there like, "Oh, you ain't gonna do that. You ain't gonna do that." No, nah, yeah. I've drilled it a hundred times. I'm gonna catch you. You only saw me do it once, and you think you figure it out. But everything that you can possibly think, since I've drilled it a hundred times, I know you're gonna make a mistake. Or I'm gonna catch you. Yeah. It doesn't matter if you sat on the side and you see what I did. If it's not something that I drill, okay. But I've been in bad position. I've been in position where people, you know, submitted me from it. I knew. I got to tuck my feet. I knew I got to cross my feet. I know my shoulder need to be down. I know. So doing it multiple times, it's like, and getting in those bad positions multiple times, mm-hmm. it's like, okay, now I'm confident. It doesn't matter who you are. I'm going to get in that position. Yeah. You know, and I'm going to sweep you in it. Like, some, like I've, I've, I've swept, like, legit dudes with my half guard. Like, but I've drilled it so many times. Like, Zenzinho have that thing he, he he has us do that he got from Professor Liborio. It's like a drill board. Stuff that, you know, people will do in the beginning. And then those are the drill that he make you do for like an hour. You're drilling, 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 drilling. So you're getting the cardio. But while you're getting the cardio, it's like you're also getting the muscle memory. Mm-hmm. And then you're done drilling. If you want to go home, you got you you got your training. But after that, it's like, okay, this is the move of the day. After you drill, it's, it's called like the board. Wow. I, I think it's crazy. It's like you get the cardio, you know, and you're drilling all those different things. And then mm-hmm. after that, okay, boom. You know? So I think getting in the bad position, I've done that a lot. I, I, there's a blue lot of continuity. No, there's a lot of continuity. There's a blue belt. So there's a lot of continuity. I pay attention to jujitsu. I like jujitsu. I love jujitsu. Um, if there's anything that anybody that's ever been good keeps saying, it's <clears throat> take care of yourself, take care of the people you're with, and drill. Drill, 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 yeah. drill, drill. I always hear it. You just said it. Everybody says it. You everybody. Get, get, if you don't get yourself you in a bad position, and, how are you going to know how to get out of it? And the school, the school mentality. You're taking a class, right? Pretend like you're in school. I go home. I do homework. You know, sometimes that's why the radio's off when I'm driving because hmm. I'm thinking about how the hell they did that, mm-hmm. and how the hell they're not going to do it ever again. How are you going to get out? Yeah, exactly. So that's when you pull your, your training partner on the side. Like like when Nick when Nick went to New York, that was like, man. And then I saw the training with Carlos. I was like, yeah. So the thing with Nick is before the class, he'll come early, and I'll be like, let's, let's, let's drill this. Yeah. Or he'll be like, yo, DJ, let me show you something. You know what I'm saying? Dude, there's no more satisfying feeling than hitting the move of the day mm. on the move of the That's day. That's why people keep saying you when they do it. I yell it out. Yeah, the, yeah, I, yeah, I, I yell it. I should give twenty dollars for that. I yell it now. While I'm doing move it, of the day. I feel like I'm old. I'm old enough, and I've been there long enough that I'm yeah. not going to be getting like if a white belt yeah. move of the day. I think the professor would be like, what? but Who you know, fuck? that's why. <laughs> that's why some of the schools, um, almost every school I've trained in, they do that. They have you start. In a vulnerable position, sometimes. Yeah, yeah. Fred and Jay, yo, they love to do that, and I'd be like, "What you guys doing? 
Come on, Big J. That's how you live your life. You fight you know? out of adversity, so they bro. Have you start, so, <laughs> so, like, getting in those, because at the end of the day, when you in a school, you know who you can tap mm-hmm. and who mm-hmm. you know who you cannot tap. Mm-hmm. So you got to work with your ego where, although I know I can tap you, but how about I put myself in this yeah. position? Yeah. Let me try this move that the professor did. And if you pass my guard, you pass my guard. If yeah. you tap me, like, you listen, I have students that tap me. I have students, like, I have this um, this one student, he, he just moved to New York, Corey, like. Um, like, Shout out to Corey. Yeah, like, he's, like, he's, Corey? Like, he's like straight, like, law enforcement. Yeah. He used to work for Hallandale, now, now he's, he's working you know for he's the feds, out? right? And the dude is like, like, but his jujitsu is legit too, right? And that's my training partner. Like, we train a lot, like, same size, you know, he lifts. You know, and he give me a lot of tips. Sometimes we go work hard together. Like yeah. he does, so he does a he does a. We train a lot, and I remember one day I came from drilling with uh, Fred and Jay, and then I went to my school. We had um, class that night at the warehouse, and I rolled him three times. He tapped me all three times. Lower the belt. Following lower belt. Yeah, he was a white belt, like blue belt, and then the following time we rolled. I handed him his ass. But I wasn't like, there was no ego trip. You know? And also, Corey's my boy. Yeah. Like, if I'm, if we're drilling all the time and you never catch me, as an instructor, I'm not doing my job. How can I drill with you every day? And this is where a lot of professors need to check their you ego, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, how come I'm teaching you something every day? You roll with me every day, and you can catch me with one. Even a broken clock get the time right one, one, two one, times, two times in a day. You're right, absolutely. Right. So, so this is how a lot of them should gauge. Like my professor, like he murders me, but sometimes I catch him. When I catch him, he's like, "You're learning, Big J." You get, you get what I'm saying? Grasshopper moment. Like, I, re- I remember you, the first time I caught my first coach. I was a white belt, and I caught him. He was he, he was letting me put it on him, but I caught him. And he came back the next day. He was like this. He went like this. He opened it. He went like this. He's saying I'm dusting off the book because now I gotta, <laughs> yeah, I gotta, uh, I gotta bring some new shit because you know my shit now. Yeah, that's what he, you know. So you know, sometimes they let us catch him. Sometimes uh, we catch him. But if he was rolling hard with me yeah, from the beginning, creates, he would have kicked my it ass. It creates a sense of um, like. Confidence in someone, especially yeah. someone that looks lower, up to you. And the lower belts. Like, lower belts, yeah. So I used to have this thing with Cyborg where I used to tease them. I'm like, yo, I'm going to pass a guard one day. I'm going to pass a guard. I'm going to pass a guard one day. And we, it used to be before training, after training. I used to be like, on him, on him. It will never happen, BJ. And then we were rolling one time and I passed his guard. And then you guys want Soft Park? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, sometimes. All right. You've seen the meme with the guy with the roll barrel. And he was holding oh, something in it. So I started <laughs> to cyborg. Yeah. You can say I started to cyborg. I was like, episode. this is me working out the gym today. I'm faster guard. <laughs> but you know, it does something for you. You yeah. know, it, even as a student, some people will look at it, and he didn't look at it that way, but some people will look at it like, man, like, like, you know, like this student. But it's like, yo, he's learning. Yeah. And it was like a me, good a good instructor is gonna be proud. Yeah, like he was. He was like, Yo, DJ, you did good. Even when I when when I sent him the meme, he was like, yeah. Man, you did great today. You know what I'm saying? So him saying that to me, it's like I'm so far from where I started. Yeah. And even 
as a competitor, now you're sending me in there with the mindset, right? This is the mind. Listen, the mind is powerful. Even with illness, they tell you you can heal yourself based on how you think, right? So you're sending me to competition with guys that barely training. In my head, I'm like, yo, I pass cyborgs guard. I'm about to fuck you up. <laughs> you're unstoppable like, at that you point. You know, so yeah. it's like it's in the head. But why did it cost them? Absolutely nothing. Yeah. What did I gain from it? Absolutely everything. Everything. Yeah. You my, earned it. My, my coach that I just told that story about, mm-hmm. he went home and posted that on Facebook that he got caught by one of his students and he was proud. So that's what I say. A good teacher is going to be proud when you catch him. Growth. Because you're, you, growth. I had, they, I had, they're learning. So you're doing your job. So I had one professor that I caught in. Uh, so Zenzinho is, is taught me how to all the details in paper cut and baseball bat choke. Oh, those are nice. And I was under, and the person was over. I was under, and then they applied the paper cut, and I applied mine, and I swing my hips and lock them in. Instead of tapping, they almost passed out. I was humble enough to let go. I was at that school for like a year after that. They never rolled with me. Yeah, for that that year. person never rolled with you. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. I can't wait to make a bunch for of people oh, proud. Yeah. <laughs> I just want to make it. In my head, in my head, I didn't look at it like, yo, like you got nothing. I looked at it like, oh my god, like this is improvement. Like he see that he's not teaching me in vain. Yeah, but unfortunately, hey, any. Hey, I feel exception you, to hey, rules. I was a white belt with these two guys. You Which know? two guys? These two, right here. What are you talking about? Like in the school. We train school. We train white belt. I'm a white belt. I'm a blue belt now. When oh. I was, I mean. So you say you are a white belt when, when professor was a white belt? Yeah. No, I, no, no, and no, now no, I see no, how no. you heard oh, it. I was, oh, no, no, no. Oh, oh. I was a white belt. Training with Training, us. and okay, they were okay, they were okay, going okay. to I was going to call you No. And. I never heard that. Yo, it's a curse. And, and, I mean, dude, you guys used to obliterate me. Like in a bad way because I was also coming at it hard, like with a lot of you ego. Were, yeah, you were coming at it a lot of hard, hard with a lot of ego, and you wrestled. Yeah, you were a wrestler. Yeah, right. Yeah. How many years mm. did you wrestle? A high school. So I knew. Th- yeah. But I knew that you told me that early on. Like I, he was brand new. I said, I heard I also him talk did about combatives. the military. Yeah. I, as soon as I heard he did the military, I knew he did some type of combatives. And then he said he also wrestled. You. you so you, I you never took it easy. Belt. If you're a wrestler, you start in jujitsu. You're a blue belt. Yeah. Okay. Like, but I would still get my ass handed to me. But what I'm saying is just like that. It's like I when did. I when I when I started. You did it. When he I said started, I did it. I did. I never. I've never. I've never taken it easy on him. No. Oh, we got a good story. I should tell that story. <laughs> yeah. One. You want to tell you a good story? But uh, but what I'm saying is, it's like I kept getting better, and like he's, I wasn't winning, yeah. but like I was like I was. It went from he's like, now a technical fighter. Like when I fight him, he's been way more technical than I. Where he could have he could have hard he to kill. Depended on his wrestling. And been somebody that's going to take you down, stay on top. He's way more technical than most of the blue belts that I know, or so all the blue his, belts his, that I know. He's polished now. Yeah. Well, I think you got to think the blue belt <laughs> curse is part of that too, right? Yeah. And part of it is you have to be humble. You have to drop mm-hmm. your ego. Absolutely. Because that's the only yeah. way you're going to learn. Well, right? and I just I just want to say this. I'm, beach, I'm going to beat the learning into you for sure. <laughs> but, but I'm going to say this. I'm learn you today. You're going to learn. Both of you have both told me, like, pulled me aside and gone, dude. You're getting better. Like, you know, like that, and that, that me, helps you. you let know? me tell yeah. you something, and that's for you. Yeah. And it's going to come out at first like a question. What's more expensive, olive or olive oil? Olive I'd oil. probably say. Olive oil, right? How do you get olive oil? From olives. 
Yeah. Yeah. You got to ring it. Yeah. That's what they're doing to you. So yeah. now you olive oil. All right. So <laughs> your, your value. You're a polished turd. Your value yeah. You're a polished turd. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I'm not like extra virgin olive oil yet. I'm still like no, dog you're shit. You're a turd. You're just polished. I have a really I'm going to get story. you that shirt. I'm that guy. I'm that guy. Yeah, I got <laughs> a really good story for this guy. So uh, for, about him. So. I don't know how many years ago it was now. I think you were, you were still a white belt. I, dude, I've only been training so, for yeah. a year and seven months. Okay, so he was a white belt. <laughs> was that long ago? He was a white belt. And we rolled. And we stopped, end of the round. We rolled again right after. It was right after we rolled yeah. again. Mm-hmm. And he says, hey, do you mind if we go 100%? 100%. 100%. But now, with, we you. Were, with me, we just rolled. We're, running, we're going to roll again. He says... Can we? You mind if we roll 100? percent I want you know. Can, I want to see see how I do. Mm-hmm. I'm looking. I'm still. I'm on the floor. I'm looking up at him, and I'm like, this motherfucker is telling me that he's been taking it easy on me. That's the way my mind took That's it. That's the mind. That's not how I meant it. That's I took it. Out. I would have took it the same mo- way. Like, oh, you take it easy. What on do me. you mean? So, so I said, sure. Let's go. go. Ahead. So we rolled. I, t- I think I tapped him quicker than yeah, the previous faster. round. Yeah, way faster. Yeah, you had the men go 100%. I, no, yeah. I, I didn't go 100%. I he did it. Did go 100%. He went 100%. I went 100%. I went 100%. And, and I tapped him quicker. And then at the end of the round, I said, you were better when, when you, you were, were under 100%. Yeah, you're going right. But, you know, we've talked about it a lot. He's, you know, I wanted to test. Uh, he, he needed to know, like, he needed to learn yeah, that. Yeah, I was doing it for myself. It yeah. wasn't from an ego standpoint. It was from, like, I want to know if I go. I took it that way. I was like, yeah. this motherfucker you know, just thing. told me that I'm taking it easy on you, Grandpa. And, and, and I'm 37. The story's <laughs> more fun for me when I tell it that way, yeah. too. <laughs> I you know, to, sometimes, sometimes you, you fucking goon out of shit. True. You do. Everybody goons True. out of so even the little guys goon out. There you go, ep shit. Yeah. It happens. And yeah. and I was I came into jujitsu as an older man. You know, I'm mm-hmm. 35, 36 when I started, older something like man. that. Me too. Well, I'm just saying, older like, you guys. have a different I had two kids. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah I'm on a different mindset. So like I, had, I, I knew not the, to be an asshole. I, had, I already had four. Yeah. I was like, I was just like, I knew not to be yeah. that guy. <laughs> you that know guy. what I mean? <laughs> the other that guy. The no, fuck that guy. No, no, but like you like from what he's saying it's like i mean you progressing very well I, I think the thing i've heard from a lot of coaches um when you are white and blue belt they keep telling you to slow your game down mm-hmm. it's like they're saying it but the first person the first person to break it down was cyborg because i keep hearing slow your game down like you're going too fast that's you're a good impression actually slow your game down so the first person that was like listen like just like this you know so I think we say that a lot, and I think for for like beginners, we need to show them, teach them, because yeah. you're telling them it's like a kid that is a a, a fast driver, and in his head he's like he's a drag racer. He mm-hmm. starts on a hundred and he park on a hundred. You keep telling him slow down, but he don't know slow down. Mm-hmm. You got to show him slow down. Sometime, let him go crazy and tapping him faster. That's all you should listen. That's what I'm telling you. Like, slow your game down. Like, yeah. you were better at, yeah. at 20%. He didn't need to tell me that, by the way. Nah, you, I, I knew it. You felt it. Yeah, of course. Absolutely. I was doing it from a like yeah. a scientific perspective, even though I did come off as an asshole. And I was a spazzy-ass And I didn't, I didn't yeah. know him really well at that point. Yeah. So, but I, mean, I, I found it funny. I was never offended. Yeah, but for in sure. My, like, I, in that moment, I was just like, is he telling me? He's been taking it easy. I'm always that guy, man. What? Like I, 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 I say, I say stuff. Like, there's no, there's no filter with no me. Filter. That's like why he's if, here. If, 
if I talk Comic to relief. somebody, like if you if something comes up, I'm just gonna talk about but it I because. Think, that's but I think it's a great thing, and anything that you're doing, if you wanna go to the person that you've been rolling with yeah. and handling you your butt, and you're like, yo, like, don't hold back. It's like you not, not a lot of people like to challenge themselves. So the fact that you're willing to challenge yourself to see your growth, man, that speaks volume on where you're going. Thanks. I just you know, think just about what it feels like. What do you yeah. think, Professor? No, I agree. I completely you have to um even if you're pushing yourself. Yeah. Like I one of the things that I tell other people that I train with mm-hmm. when I did train, before you say a smart before comment. Before you're retired. Yeah. <laughs> is breathe. Yeah. yeah. Control your breathing. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Sure. Right? And your nose out your mouth. I learned that from him. You want to know what I'm thinking about right now, though? He's like, he has to get filtered. He'll tell it to you while he's whooping your ass, too. He'll be like, breathe. I'm like, I'm trying. When 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 and if you do come back to train, are you going to take this nose ring out? Negative. <laughs> oh, Hell that's yeah. what that was? That's what Negative. that was? Well, I thought that, that was a thing? zit. No, I'm messing with you. I'm messing with you. I'm sorry. I didn't want to say that. Did you, have, you told I'm me like, you had well, that before? I'm like, well, first I got yeah. a nose no, ring. No, I, I wouldn't be able to do that. I like is that, it. Is it's that brand new? Is this is what you call a cool grandpa. Yeah, man. Like, yeah. he's a badass in jujitsu. Yeah. He's a cool guy to hang with. And he has a nose ring. Like, look at You can't say, you can't say, are you a grandpa? I'm not a hater. I'm the best looking grandpa in this room. Listen. I've, I've never, I've never complimented Junior, and I'm not about to start now. So. That's, yes, that's as long as never. you don't deny what I say, never. As long as you don't deny what I say, that's mental jujitsu, bro. He's not tapping. <laughs> okay, we got, we got one last question. Then we got a speed right. round. So we got one last question yeah. from Roberto Santiago. Yes, my so man. He did, he did send a bunch of questions, but I'm going to choose the one that uh, I just think is appropriate to end with. With so many BJJ schools out here in Broward. Why should someone consider Carlson Gracie Broward County for themselves or their kids? So um, we focus more on the the service side, and I think I cannot stress that enough. Um, we've said it. Granted, um, we can hire one of the best people in the world to come train, but that doesn't mean because they're the best in the world, they're going to implement your values. So we're big on values. You know, a lot mm-hmm. of people speak about family values and all that stuff. But are they really big on values? Because let me tell you where the value comes in, right? The value comes in where it's COVID, right? You went you went 2020, you went 2020, it's COVID, your back is against the wall. Your best your back is against the wall. As a professor, you look up to junior. As a professor, you know. You know, we look up to Junior like Everything. students. Oh, yeah. You know, no, if you know, yeah. if it's this cool. For the purposes of this story, I'll say. And yes. then Junior will be like, you know what? Um, your family comes first. Like your family comes first. Your household comes. because if you cannot keep a roof over your head, when the storm pass, you ain't coming back. Mm-hmm. So I'm not gonna keep you on other pay when the government shut down. Yeah, agreed. That's that's a you tough know? spot to be in. So it is. Everybody, for both. For listen, both. It's everybody. It's the same issue for the professor. It's the same issue for the students. COVID hit everyone, even yeah. children. You know. So we we where are we going? Where are we going? Who are we targeting? Because we not. Um, we would love to have everybody, but we're not targeting everybody. We're targeting the minority that jujitsu is not touching. Yeah. So 
if your belief is that you're part of that community or you care about that community, listen, our jujitsu is not watered down. Like, it's at its purest form. So yeah. it's not an issue if you're going to get good jujitsu. I mean, come on, you're training with BJ. What do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> you it, so, it sounds like you're planning a lot of you're seats. You're training, and then you're training at Carson Gracie. I mean, Carson Gracie. Like, I've heard of him. Like the son, the son of like Carlos Gracie. That's his. I mean, where does it go from there? I could have, I could have started BJ BJJ. Listen, the people that are doing jujitsu right now, they learn from the lineage from what we tell them, but they're not people that's like Gracie, 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 Carson, Carson, Firesport, Firesport. Mm-hmm. Like, so was um, Pablo, was Zizinho previously Carson Gracie? Um, so Zizinho was ATT. Okay. Under Ricardo Liborio. Liborio, you did say he got his. And good then um, when um, Professor Liborio went to Orlando, he started training at Manny Suarez, Carson Gracie Boca. Yeah. Like great guy, great guy. Like like I've, I have yet to see him like go somewhere and then not standing on top like this. I mean, you know. So yeah. Um, yeah. So it's it's not just the jujitsu. It's um, the principles and the values behind it. Um, I'm aware not everybody gonna train at my school. I'm aware there's a lot of people that are pissed. I don't give yeah. a fuck. Like, I don't care. And I'm also aware that there's some people, there's some kids, there's some parents. If we don't introduce them to jujitsu, it's not gonna get to them. Yeah. And it needs to to get to them because. I see what it can do for a community. So, so are you saying, <laughs> are you saying you said, cause you said it a few times and, mm-hmm. and I, I didn't stop you to ask a question. Mm-hmm. You said there's some people that are pissed that you opened a school or that I've, you opened a Carlson Gracie school or they, that you opened a no, school at all. A lot of people are pissed because BJ owns a jujitsu school. <laughs> yeah, okay. You have to understand if you blacklist someone, they're going to fold. They're going to like have their tail in between their leg and run away like a dog, or they're gonna just crample. So when people come at you, they come at you to defeat you. But it's hard to defeat someone that will never stop fighting. Okay. So I'm 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 aware. It's not listen, I'm aware, they are aware, people in the circle are aware. It's not a big enigma, you know, it's not um a big secret. But I can care less. Because at the end of the day, we have different purposes. Mm-hmm. My purpose was never to trample you. My purpose was never to hinder your business. My purpose was to be a better version of me. You cannot, that's why a lot of my students, when there's a competition, like we had a competition that um, for a new breed and I had three new students that wanted to compete. And I'm like, and that's the page out of Cyborg's book, honestly, because when they were doing the major league, he had an in-house tournament to choose who's going. So I'm like, okay, you want to compete? Like wrestling practice. Yeah, I'm like, you want to compete? Absolutely. You being part of this, you don't have to compete. You know? If you want to compete, now this is what I'm going to tell you. For you to compete under Carson Gracie, we're going to change the training. Now you're going to come to competition training. And then close to the competition, I'm going to have a smart tournament. I'm going to bring some people in on your level to, to test you because you're going out there, you're going to represent me. Mm-hmm. You're not going to represent 
the 129 you pay. You can go find somebody else's school and compete. Nothing on in, in, in my contract says you have to compete on the Carson Gracie. I think a good student appreciates that. So exactly. Because so, there's I've talked to a lot of people who've been like, Oh, I'm competing. So and nothing's changed. So They're still that doing was, move of the day. So every that day, was you know? my thing. I'm a fighter. I'm a fighter at heart. Like I go at it. Yeah. When I'm in a competition and I lose because I know there's something you're not giving me. I'm going to find it somewhere else. Mm. Yeah. Now, if I find it somewhere else and I'm still paying you, why you don't want me to better myself? Yeah. But I don't even have to keep paying you. If I leave, like, a school and I'm trying another one, I don't have no ties to that school. But sometimes, not respect, because people take that too far. Because sometimes they're saying respect, I feel like it's control. Not out of respect. The best way people will control you, or oh, you got so much ego, or oh, you, you got to have respect. No, not respect, but out of courtesy, since I can afford it, um, I'm going to support you because I started with you. But if if Joe Schmo BJJ is where I can learn um, the nitty-gritty and they have big guys that's going to come at me and try to kill me, because when you go to competition, by the way, 100 that's where they go 100. And the gym is Always different. Always feels different. So, exactly. So, and you know, this was the thing. Winning came easy, but I always felt a struggle. But when I started training with people that were like pounding me. No rest rolls. For like, for like five days a week. Now, those training felt like competition and competition felt like drilling. Yeah. Yeah. Like I remember I went to um the state championship and I posted the video recently. And then the, one of the guys that I fought, he was like, Yo, you were bullying me. I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> I was playing with you. Mm-hmm. Like I was I was just having fun. I was just having fun. That's bad. I you see that, I see that happen. Yeah. So when you when you when you train the way I was training, yeah. now training becomes a competition and then the competition becomes drilling. So it's easy. That's why when you're looking at those guys on the high level and you're looking at them, they're just having fun. And that's the jujitsu I wanted. It wasn't about disrespecting. It wasn't how can you be a martial art and you tell someone, I don't have what you want, but you cannot go over there and have it and and and, and Take it or learn it. What yeah. are you? What are you talking about? It's even more retarded when it's your own same team. Or I'm learning from your student. Well, how about switch? How about flipping the switch and just when somebody comes at you with something like that, like a student, mm-hmm. like to me as like a father, like if my kid comes to me with a problem, mm-hmm. I don't send him somewhere else. Mm-hmm. Or if he's looking to somewhere else for that solution, I'd be like, hey, how can I? How can I solve this problem for you? Because like. I could I could help you too. There's something here that I tell that me what I, I do. that I could do. It's like so you don't so, have to go to Joe Schmo, you know. If you the only reason you're going to Joe Schmo is because there's big people that'll kill you, then I could get you around people that'll kill you, you know. Sometimes it's not good to talk too much, right? And I, and I'm gonna tell you why I'm saying that. And I think this is something we can definitely either close on or elaborate, right? If you're getting ready for a fight, if you're getting ready for a fight, yeah. And then, what's your name again? Miguel. Miguel. If I'm getting ready, for, if you're getting ready for a fight, you're my professor, and you say, Jay, I'm gonna go drill with Miguel. Miguel gonna show me some stuff, cause I'm getting ready to compete, right? 
then why wouldn't I want to go train with Miguel? There's no reason why you shouldn't. So I'm like, okay, so I'm not just doing this, just I do one competition a year. Yo, I was jumping on a flight every two weeks to compete. Yeah. I mean, by the time the year closed out, I was number one. So I was competing heavy. So I'm like, those guys over there, they got what I want. It's the same school. I'm going to go train yeah. over there. Like, that shouldn't be a problem. It's it's retarded. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. that's that's just my thing on that. Yeah. If you're going to go train with Miguel because he got what you want and you're competing, I'm not saying what you're teaching me, I don't want it. But I just want more. Can I diversity. want more? Diversity. You want more diversity? Why yeah, wouldn't man. I want that? Yeah. You totally know? cool with that. I just don't want to get catching something because at the end of the day, whatever happened where I either win or whatever, yeah. I'm promoting you and I'm promoting you for free. Yeah. I'm paying to promote you. So even if I want to train at like 100 school, as long as it's not a school where you don't know, like, hey, I'm going to try to school. Yeah, go ahead, go. But don't tell me go ahead and go. And then, then you go behind my back, like, who you think he is? Yeah. Da, 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 da. Like, it's it's not needed. It's it's martial art. Martial art is a refuge. It's a sanctuary. Some people seek knowledge, man. We'll leave it on that one. We have a couple other questions. I got a little swag bag for Thank you. Thank you. Hey. Appreciate it. Uh, t-shirts. Uh, there's Appreciate a t-shirt. Appreciate yeah, Coffee mug in there. Nice. Yes. Yes. Backpack. Appreciate you coming out. Appreciate uh, we, it. We got a little speed round that we're going to do uh, here with you. We beep, 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 you do these. Speed round? <laughs> little speed round. I know, just, I know, I know, yeah, I know. We're going to... Uh, We'll let you. Yeah. Like Reggae horn. <laughs> <laughs> Move it like along. Whatever. Whatever, whatever right. it is. Speed round. Gee or no gee? Preference. Um, I like both, but no gee. I'm what? more comfortable in no gee. Go to sub. What's your favorite submission? Um, straight on bar. Take down or pull guard? Take down. I like taking down, but I'm falling in love with pull guard, but take down. Yeah. That's my go-to. Favorite takedown? Um, single leg. Okay. Oof. Favorite? Do you do you watch like flow grappling? Do you are yes. you like a fan? Yes. Favorite competitor? Uh, I love Ali. And okay. It's not as much as as just winning stuff, but um, I love his mentality. Don't get me wrong. Like Cyborg is my dude. Like I mean, I cannot stress that enough. You guys heard it, but yeah. I love mm -hmm. Ali. I love Ali a lot. I, I love his style and I love his mindset. I got to sit down and speak to him when he came to visit us, and. Um, the guy is great, man. Respect. Toughest match ever. Um, toughest match ever. Whoa, that's a. In training or in competition? Is that, no, a, I got, I got one is that competition or training? Competition. No, competition yeah. training. Do you have anything that stands um, out? But I was gonna throw that in there. Toughest training partner you've ever had. So either um, or. man, it's not fair because. I've trained with some of the best. I've trained with Cyborg. I've trained with Victor Doria. I've trained with Ali. Toughest Ali. one. Pick one. Huh? Good. Pick one. Come on, Who's man. toughest guy? The tank. Cyborg. Yeah. You know that. Okay. Come on, man. <laughs> the guy the guy is built like a like like, like a warhead. Like yeah. you know, it's a brick. He's a brick house. Other than achieving the rank of black belt, what is your ultimate goal in the world of jujitsu? Um my community, man. Nice. Like I see what Jujitsu is doing, and I don't want us to miss it. That's that's mm. that's that's the purpose, the goal for me. 
What do you miss? Like, what you don't you don't want us to miss? What? No, my community, oh, like your community. Oh, you don't want the your African community missing. American. Yeah. Okay. Like, yeah, especially you know, like the younger generation. What would you be doing if you had not found martial arts? Honestly, I'd probably be divorced now. Hmm. Honestly, because um, so this is the thing about me, right? I'm not gonna bother you. I'm not gonna bother you. I'm not going to poke at you. But if you come for me, you're going to find something. Jiu-Jitsu taught me that, you know, sometimes you just have to give people passes. Certain things you will say, just even like certain situation, like when you get in a certain position, you have to figure it out. While you're there, like yeah. you have to get out. It's yeah. an ego check. You know? So that's another thing, yeah. you know? So for um, sure. Honestly, um, I've accomplished a lot that took patience and humility. Though my parents try to instill that in me a lot, being a grown-ass man getting your butt kicked by a little kid, it, it humbles you in a way. For sure. You choose if you're going to take it and evolve, improve, or if you're going to take with your ego mm -hmm. and be stupid about it. Yeah. So I choose to evolve. Which applies to yeah. situations out Absolute. in the real world. Absolutely. Are you going to deal with Shout that person them, Alex, Absolutely. So, with more rage, or are you yeah. just going <laughs> to let them go? Right? For sure. No, there's a lot of things that I've accomplished that I think that I wouldn't have. Like, I'm more calm with certain things. Even when you come with certain employees. Like, employees, like, they threat you all the time. And now I just laugh. Like, you just don't know who you're talking to. <laughs> I can do that, you know. But, um, yeah, honestly, I don't think I would be where I'm at right now. I mean, I'll be successful, but not here. And also, um, wanting to push this the way I'm pushing it, I don't think it would have been the same thing. So, yeah. Okay. Pretty much. In a ditch full of money. <laughs> Somewhere. <laughs> What's the craziest thing that's ever happened to you in competition or on the mats in the gym? Um, Craziest thing. Craziest thing. If you farted or you shit your pants or something. Um, I love that you went there. Um, you go right to the oil yeah. checks and shitting on You know the funny thing is? Some bubble gum so, falls out of so, their shorts. So <laughs> I fought. I fought in my first fight in Purple Belt. Um, that was when I was training with Professor Zinzino. Um, when I fought at the um, state championship, I had hemorrhoid, and they were like, <laughs> "They're on fire." They were like the oh. day, the day before. <laughs> no pulling guard. I never had that before. And the day before, that's when that happened. And my wife was like, "What are you doing?" I'm like, "Yo, I already signed up. I'm in this warehouse." training with all these guys, you know, like I'm already getting blacklisted, people talking shit about me. So I'm not just going to bend over and take it. I'm like, listen, I'm going to go fight. I'm going to go fight. And I went and I did my thing. Um, granted, that night I didn't sleep, but that was the most painful experience. Us. Like, the training with the No, not training. Fighting, fighting with it. Fighting, fighting, fighting with it. Like, yeah. man, I can even... Believe that I'm saying that on. <laughs> That's wrong. Bro. That's wrong, brother. But you, we, we, we're but not you asked. It out. We're not but, it out. Okay. No, I don't want honest. you to. I but you the know honesty. what? But, but you know what's funny? These, these are the things that people need to hear. Yeah. Like this is a normal thing. You don't need to be a super nothing. It's uh, not an adversity most people talk nah. about, but it's a tough one. But listen, 
for sure. Listen, some people can function with that. Now you're gonna go and compete. Yeah. Like no, no some, <laughs> you get what I'm saying? Like yeah. now you're gonna some people they can sit, they can lay, like they they they're miserable. Yeah. But now I'm competing in that state. No medication, nothing, like n no substance, like I get it. But the funny part is the minute I stepped on the mat and the adrenaline kicked in, it goes away. It wasn't there, man. I felt it after. <laughs> yeah. I was like, you that's, stupid bastard. That's what were you thinking? The, that's Donut. the yeah, that's most unexpected crazy. answer to that question. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. But raw. Yeah. That way. Yeah. Literally. Keep it raw. Literally, 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 literally and figuratively. Pain in the ass. <laughs> yeah. What's the biggest regret as it relates to jujitsu? Do you have any? Um, I wish I started with Cyborg. I wish I never met Toko. I would have been further. I'm yeah. far now, but I wish I started with Cyborg or maybe even Wagner. I just, I just certain thing in 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 the relationship, kind of like left a bitter taste, and not even for the person, but for the art itself. Because when you are when you are a, a professor or a master, even a coach at Purple Belt, you you an ambassador now. Mm -hmm. So the things that you do. Like no one takes them lightly. You have people that's that's not gonna speak. You have people that's just gonna you know just take it. I I'm not part of that breed. You know I will speak up regardless if you like it or not. I will speak up. So I wish I started with fire sport and I wish I started years ago. Yeah, man. Because from with what I'm doing now, I'm sitting here looking at certain kids that's training there. I'm like, man. You guys should take that serious. Like, what you guys can accomplish with this, you know? And there's a lot of them that do. There's also a lot of them that don't. And there's a lot of them that are not consistent. It might come around. You know? Yeah. So I'm, for me to be consistent at this age and what I've accomplished, I wish I started earlier and I wish, like, I really started there. All right. Okay. Last question. The best question. Most important Most one. Most important question. Most important question. This is big. Are you ready? Oh, uh, I don't you know. A, you need another the drink? Way, you need another drink? <laughs> go for it. Go for it. The way you guys are going, I mean, I'm, I'm thinking all those questions were like very good questions, but what you got? Do you or do you not wash your belt? Um, I don't wash my belt. Does your wife wash your belt? Ah. Um, my wife, <laughs> my wife, that's not fair, bro. My wife, don't, my wife don't touch my belt. Damn. Ha however, however, <laughs> the belt that I train is not the belt I compete. The belt that I train mm. in the gym is not the belt that I go visit the or the gyms. I have more than one belt, but I do not wash my belt. I don't. I appreciate and you then, for being And then sanitary. also, and then also, <laughs> I don't know what you guys are doing on the mat that make you feel like your belt also filthy. Like <laughs> most of the time, professor, when when we start hey. training, the belt end up on the side. That's if you're going, like you're going. You're not gonna have your belt, and if you do have your belt and you're going, then you're gonna get caught in like three seconds. So there's no time for my belt to. How dirty does, how dirty does your belt get? Ask him, man. It's the other no, people, no. Bro. The question is fine. no, no. The question should shouldn't be do I wash my belt. The question should be how dirty does your belt get? <laughs> <laughs> I like the way you turn well, that around on like, me. Like, I'm just saying. After you and get massacred, does your belt get how, that how dirty? How dirty is your belt? After you got massacred. I mean, I've went through like shock tanks, but what I'm yeah. saying is when you're on a shock tank, you get to one point, you just 
toss it. Yeah. You just put it back in a plastic sleeve mill. <laughs> I don't like know what all that. So it didn't sometimes, get any use. Sometimes I'm washing mine. Sometimes I'm washing mine hoping that it turns white again. <laughs> so are we advocating for like washing belts? <laughs> I, I wash my belt every after every training. Almost every training. You do? Yeah. Me, I do. I, Man, I would love yeah. to trail with you because yeah. I want to see what you're doing. That sounds like an invite. I smell. I like we're recording that one. April yeah. Fresh every time. Sure. I mean, I get it, but the belt. We're recording that for the belt gets dirty. The belt gets sweat on Tactical. it. Sometimes somebody's bleeding. You get blood on it. Doesn't on always belt? come off. Doesn't that's always like come a, off. That's like a small portion of your body. It's on like, the mat. It's, but again, it, it is on the mat. Gets dirty. To you, I get sweaty. To you, your belt gets sweaty. To each is on. If hey. you feel like washing your belt, wash your belt. Good answer. Thank you. Each is on. I'll put it to you like this: If my belt doesn't smell and it doesn't hinder my partner. I'm not going to wash my belt. Okay. Have you ever washed your belt? Ever thrown it in the oh, wash? Oh, come on, man. Out there. I, I, I just love wait, wait for it. That's a rabbit hole. You don't, you don't have to answer <laughs> I just, that. Plead the fifth. That's a trap. Plead the fifth. One, two, three, four. That's a trap. Wait, 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 wait. I just said, absolutely not. Okay. Absolutely not. All right. Because and my belts here. don't get that dirty. Here. I don't know what you guys are doing. Now, there. if you tell me, do you wash your rush guard? Of course. Or your gi? Yeah. But... My, even my You're loving this. Listen, he's loving Johnny Cochran over here. He's, he's loving my get knee you. Yeah. He's trying to trap you in. He's loving. Questions. I mean, no, no, I don't okay. know. Yeah. I mean, there's nothing you can listen, say to make me wash my, my belt. My heart if hurts. It's not a little dirty. Dude, my heart hurts. A maybe bit. I'm not training hard enough, maybe. Professor. I don't know. Maybe, maybe I should train harder. My maybe you should train with Milton a little bit. Yeah. Some evening drills. Show me what you do. That way, your I want my belt to get dirty to the point where I want to. I want to wash my belt. When everybody leaves at night, you guys can tell I'm a clean dude. Jay, you're still at this Walmart Plaza. Um, yes, yes, All right, we are. so we're yes, going to set we something are. up with Bo and for all our listeners where Milton is going to grapple with Big J over here. Here's the address because we want to see why Milton has to wash his belt. 7934 West McNabb Road in North Lauderdale. Yes, that's All right, us. that zip code is 33068. Yes, that's us. Yeah. I'll, I'll, visit, Mr. I'll visit Mr. Mike. County over there. Yes. Mr. Mike. Mr. I'll let Mike, I'll let Mike know. Go. Just want to know. Big J, ace or bass? Yes. Even though you don't wash your belt? <laughs> I very much appreciate you coming out today. Thanks for having sitting me. Sitting down with us, telling us your story. Um, definitely love to have you back. I know we were trying to get Zazinho in with you. I know. I love these round tables. Come back, bring him, bring someone, you know. Looking bring somebody and, and you know, you know, because Junior's retired, so I don't, I don't think he's coming back anymore. But uh, we'll, I came we'll back for you. tour. Came back. Uh, I can't even complain. Right. <laughs> just bear with us. We're gonna wrap it up. I'm just gonna, read yes. it. I'm gonna go through a couple, a little bit of housekeeping here. Alrighty. Shout out to our our Patreon podcast patrons, including our newest gym sponsors, Carlson Gracie Winterhaven in Winterhaven, Florida, CGWinterhaven.com at Carlson Gracie underscore Winterhaven on Instagram. We also have. We did it with Roberto. I, I don't know if you've heard that. Give guy. me a shout out. Carlson yeah. Gracie Broward County in North Lauderdale. Junior just read you the address. CarlsonGracieBrowardCounty.com. And on Instagram, you can find them at Carlson Gracie Broward County. All right. John Way Martial Arts in Plantation, Florida. JohnWayMartialArts.com and John at, excuse me, at John Way Martial Arts on Instagram. All right. Our podcast patrons also include Robert Walker, Frank House, Wolsey Rivera. Boa Athletics. You can check them out at BOA underscore athletics. Michael Pixley Jr., Jason Smiley, Britt Tavar, James Fisher, CJ Carroll, Mission 22, another great veteran organization. Chuck Reddor, and, and of course, Roberto Santiago. Thank you for putting this together for us, yes, Roberto. Appreciate definitely. you. If you'd like to support the show, visit patreon.com forward slash jujitsu dummies. Join, and you're automatically entered to win 
you're, you're put into a raffle with our listener questions, people who submit their listener questions, all of our podcast patrons, anybody whose question we read on the air. We do a $100 jujitsu swag giveaway every month. So it's either like Fight Back CBD, uh, a gift card to our, our podcast store. Uh, we give away a lot of flow and roll geese. So um, appreciate your support. But again, if you want to be automatically entered, go to patreon.com forward slash jujitsu dummies. I have no clue what you're doing right now. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Check out at Jiu-Jitsu Dummies for all the ways to watch, listen, support, donate to our scholarship program that we mentioned before. We very much appreciate all the support and all the help. Check out our podcast store at jujitsudummies.shop. You get 15% off with code JJD. Got my new hey. Jiu-Jitsu nice. Mike shirt on, the one that we had. Uh, it's Mr. Mike. Yeah, that guy looked familiar. Yeah. It's Mr. Mike. <laughs> that guy the shirt kind of looked yeah. familiar. Take that. Now that I think about it, it looks a little bit like Cyborg, doesn't it? Right? <laughs> you know, we didn't. Uh, that was not on purpose. Uh, we have uh, tees, rank, uh, ranked rash guards, face shields, uh, backpacks, coffee mugs, free shipping on orders over 50 bucks. All right. We mentioned We Defy before. Thank you again for everything you do hey, for the better community. Yes. Very much appreciate you. Um, Fightback CBD. Get 20% off your CBD order at fightbackcbd.com with code JJD. They've got the, the roll-on CBD. They got the two bath bombs in there. Yeah, two bath bombs. There. I'm going to be taking this nighttime, this guy home with me right here. That's good stuff mm -hmm. right there. Right here, yeah. the full spec night, 600 milligram. Uh, this has the melatonin in it. I've used this before. You put it under your Great tongue? Yeah. yeah. Sublingual. And, right, is that what they say? Sublingual? Yep. And then uh, def this this guy helps me sleep. I, I've been missing him. Religious. All right, guys. With you it. got anything, man? No, man. Give me your IG. Uh, my IG is MLJRICO, MLJRICO. That's my handle. Jay Vega Jr., spelled out J-U-N-I-O-R. Big J underscore BJJ. And we mentioned the uh, the Instagram for the for the yes, gym as well. Carson Grisby, hey, you know what? Kanye. I do got one thing to ask. <laughs> How good at jiu-jitsu do you have to get to where you can add the underscore BJJ mm. to your Instagram <laughs> maybe, maybe a word title. I just want to know. I think I did that. I was just talking smack. I think I did it for real. I did it Yo, uh, you, you, well, no, you got like Jay Vega. Yeah, yeah. 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 You know what? My so, name. I mean, it was just my name. And then I started yeah. training more. And then I was an athlete. I'm like, hey, Sabo got Sabo BJJ. Hey, I'm BJJ. It's a trend. Why not? Why not? Yeah, it. exactly. You I'm can fighting. find me at Uncle Milty BJJ. <laughs> purple <laughs> Bell. A Purple Bell. Uh, <laughs> I purple think that's where it's at. Did you set him up for that? Question? I think that's where it's at. <laughs> I, mean, I think he saw. I think he looked at the. I'm, I, I'm a blue belt. I don't think that far ahead. I don't think that far ahead at all. Son of a bitch. Listen, thank you again. Thank you guys. Great job. Thanks for having me. Yeah, really thank appreciate you so much. it. Pleasure. Appreciate you coming out, yeah, Miguel. Man. Nice to see uh, you again. Thank you for watching and listening, everybody. Oh, we're over here. Thank you for watching, listening. Stay safe, everybody. Oos. Hey, I want you to ask Jason if that roll on will work for hemorrhoids. Man, I feel like <laughs> <laughs>